Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, they finally put it out. Well, I mean, news of it. How about that? It does exist. Big. Did you play four? Yes. Okay. But not Apocalypse. Same same as me. Exactly. Apocalypse came out super late. Exactly. Um. You know, all that. It's dead. It's over. It's not happening. It's here. Yay! They did it. They announced it. Thank God. It exists. And it it seems to uh, check all the boxes. I only really know four that uh, I know the others from um, observation and like from like watching uh, Shmup God Pat play uh, uh, mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, the check marks appear to be there in terms of your protagonist, your depressing Tokyo, your uh, order, your chaos, and go fuck yourself, God energy yeah all present uh so i have a really bizarre uh uh, background with that series where i played three and hit matador and quit like like half of all people who ever played nocturne and then uh i beat four and then i went and found old text lps Mm -hmm. you know with with Mm -hmm. like screenshots the original um something awful lps yeah Yeah, format and 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 read those um so five is really exciting for two reasons one it exists that's very exciting i like it when it exists Mm -hmm. but two uh one two and four four had a little swerve there at the very beginning but you go to tokyo you go to a recognizable if fucked up tokyo right Three went for this, like, nightmare, blasted, apocalyptic hell fuck landscape. Mm-hmm. Like, barren wasteland nuked into dirt. Uh, the city, above, like, enclosing itself mm. above you with that kind of, like, halo energy of, like, why is yeah. the ground going upwards? Yeah. But everything that's not, like, a city street is, like, a deserted fucking blasted shithole. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're going to go back to that kind of like nightmare energy with the fifth one, so that'll be nice. Um, we only saw like the the I'll call it the the Jonathan Desert, and mm-hmm. um, we saw the um, I mean it's clearly no, that's just that's only one game, obviously I know, but yeah. um, we saw that we saw Tokyo, and then we saw Lucifer, yeah, um, and and I'm and I'm. We haven't seen like where the the battleground will take place just yet, you know. Yeah. But um, can it go art style in intact? I'm, I'm already percolating my multiverse. Which se- which sequel is this? Like shenanigans, because in this one, Lucifer's right there, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. like God is dead. Fuck God, which means yeah. it has to be. A sequel to a chaos ending. Is is Steven gonna is Steven gonna roll up? What's what? How how is this gonna play out? You know. Oh, could we get a voice acted Steven? Um. Oh, that'd be super. So, any other company uh, at this point in time would have started remaking the franchise, but because Atlas appears to hate money. Uh, that's not likely going to happen uh, soon. SMT1, the basis for this entire franchise, will stay obscure and stay bad to play. I mean, <laughs> it is 
kind of crazy just how much groundswell something can get while still being like pushed beneath the ground you know as it were uh yeah the idea to never even remotely attempt it um in any modern context it's like you kind of you kind of have a thing that people like dudes and they're willing to spend money on it if you give them a chance to um golden just dropped on pc why the mm-hmm. fuck would they go back and look at anything else at this point you know it's it's kind of nutty like I, I really do wish that like uh at some point in the near future um somebody starts working there that like just kind of slaps them around a bit and goes hey guys guys people want to buy these games you know and and then they get slapped back going no they don't and like he goes but why but why you slap me? Like you know how people super love like these these Persona games you're making. They no. probably <laughs> they probably really like the ones you already made before this too. You know they'd probably really like the 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 original franchise. And like they clearly still have the mainline numbers coming coming out. But you know what? You know what though? Like let's let's not let, let's not forget that. Uh, it's kind of a miracle in the sense that like five and uh, Nocturne both dropping uh, is is already a shock. Um, is there any confirmation on Dante status? Uh, yes, and the answer is no. Damn, Capcom! Uh, I can confirm it for you personally because in the SMT Nocturne HD trailer, you see Raido Kuznoha, which is Dante's replacement. For the non-Dante version. Which is, uh, which was for the Maniacs edition, I okay. want to say it's called. Okay. Which was the re-release when they stopped having the rights to Dante. Okay, that would explain that. Because I saw that and I'm like, what the fuck is Raido doing there? And I didn't know that he's he was the replacement. A, a, like he's got a sword and a gun. Yes. I, did, I didn't know that. Stand in. I didn't know that they had a, uh, a Dante-less version. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, um, yeah, that's a that's a equally badass like individual to guest star in your game. <laughs> it's perfect, and it f- comes from your world. So that's a really good pick. Um, good job so on that. I just went and checked because we're talking about like obscurity and in the dirt. You can read Digital Devil Story in English. The, the 1987 80s sci-fi horror novel called Digital Devil Story Goddess Reincarnation. How about that? Which is the, the basis. But apparently five years ago you couldn't. Because I what? found old threads from like three, four, five years ago from GameFAQs. People going like, can you read this in English? No. I, there's, it's, it's a weird sentence to utter. But there's little bits and pe- there's times when I wish Atlas would take a page out of Square's book. Um, huh. And and you know porting your games forward would be one of those things. I think because uh, you said that Just and I thought porting them. I thought you were gonna end that sentence with Digital Devil Saga, and I was gonna go like, oh yeah, right. There's two of those no. things that they could bring forward as well. No, fuck you. you no. Know? Um, Those games will die on the PS2. <laughs> there's so where many. Where they deserve. There's so the many games that just they don't want you to play. 
uh, they really could. They really could take a page out of that book and just port shit, guys. Or better yet, if you don't want to do it, if you don't like, if you're if you're too busy or whatever, find a company that you really really trust and ask them to do it. You know. What is this trust thing? Uh, like Bluepoint. But what is this trust? Atlas knows not what you describe. If Atlas only knows suspicion. Yeah. Imagine an amazing porting company from the UK. It's like, we can do it. And Atlas is like, fuck you. <laughs> Wooly, this is the company that asked everyone not to talk about Persona 4's story yeah. a couple weeks ago when Golden dropped on Steam. It's baffling. It really is baffling. But hey, today's a good day for... for SMT, and uh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome news. Really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I saw there's a guy on Twitter that's going to staple his balls to his thighs if SMT5 gets announced today. Right on. And uh, he, you, you can hold him to that. Um, FYI, it was not apparent because uh, this news for these, these uh, Shin Megami games came from the Nintendo Direct, but mm-hmm. uh, Nocturne is also coming to PS4. Oh, sick. So if you go straight to the uh, Mega Ten uh, Twitter account, you see the original uh, Japanese announcement there with uh, PS4 mentioned as well. So uh, Yay. Five, yay. Is, five seems to be Switch exclusive. Four seems to be uh, both. So there you go. Options, folks. Put it, put it on the personal computer, please. Please, please, please. Mm, no mention of that. I gotta say, though, I watched that Switch Direct earlier today. I was up. That is my favorite, 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 favorite version of the Switch Direct I have ever seen. Uh, we spliced the, the trailers together into a video? Because it's it wasn't live. It was just a video they put up. Yeah. So, like... Like my my feelings of disappointment lasted a total of ten seconds as I scrolled through the video bar until I hit Nocturne, and then I scrolled past it to hit SMT five, and then just watched that within like fifteen seconds of the thing going live. Okay, well, well, uh, uh, I completely agree. I would like I I know I know that the the hype of the live announcement show is a thing but i would take a trailer dump 10 times out of 10 personally for whatever and just go right to the things i care about because for the things that you don't care about you just have to sit there and fucking you know twiddle your balls and slap Slap your your stomach exactly like i don't know what to do you know uh for what it's worth though um uh since we're we're you're, you're jumping in there the the um yeah i'm jumping in there the Cadence of Hyrule trailer was also rad. Uh, good, good DLC coming for that. It's a good game, and it's getting good DLC, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, yeah, big SMT stuff, hot out the gate. I am. Um, I, I don't know. I can just. I keep going back to it, but it's like, because uh, I'm just like, maybe in some way, in some world, you know, like, five will do good, and then five final will be pretty good, too, and then they'll be like, hey, you know, we don't 
have to wait that long, or rather, it's going to take us some time before we do anything else, so consider these older games for your approval. It's a lot of people brought Nocturne, maybe you might like this other game, you know, and then they just start kind of, you know, that'd be nice. It'd be nice. And uh, and I say Everybody this as someone... Stupid. I say this as someone who, like, uh, needs to fucking get in there, you know? Wooly. First of all, it's miraculous that SMT5 is going to be simultaneous release. That's actually bananas. Yeah, it is. I think there was only one other game that was a simultaneous release, or near simultaneous, and I think it was SMT4. It came out, like, two months later. Um... That's right, guys. The the weird, obscure part of the franchise that doesn't sell that great everywhere, that's the one we have to push for simultaneous. Not the super popular in the West one. No. We need to... Um, wait, wait a year for that. We need a... A, 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 a cutscene of, like, all the protagonists from every mainline game and every Persona game uh, doing their combination final attack against the god of money, <laughs> and just and watching it die, going why, why won't you take me? Why won't you accept me? As they slaughter it mercilessly, and then they all look at each other and go, "Who are you?" And then they go, "I don't know," and they yeah. walk away from each other, never to speak again. All out attack. Perfect. Um. Yeah, well, anyway, I mean, there's 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 other things that 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 to 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 go into in terms of that that are direct in the announcement and stuff, but we should, you know, first things first, um, address our weeks. Yes, yes, we should. I'm so tired. I didn't I have the mo- mistake of waking up early and then taking a nap before the podcast. Yeah, that, that's always the the beware the second swallow. But Don't the nap felt so good. Um, Punch Mom felt so good to do. Took came and took a nap. Uh, uh, like I don't know, maybe around like seven, eight ish, and then woke up at like eleven something and went, "Oh shit, that wasn't a nap. That was a half sleep." And then tried to go to real sleep. And then your body's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then I've had like, some half sleeps lately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you get a ha- and then like like wakes up wakes up proper at like five a.m. Going well, I guess the day's starting at farmer hours. You know. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So uh, I didn't have too busy of uh, one personally. Um, besides the obvious, uh, I'll say this uh, for a quick little hour. Jumped on stream. Uh, Austin was raising funds for uh charity equality now and uh basically uh you know used the opportunity to get some persona ultimax runbacks going so i popped an ultimax tried to dust off uh yeah i'd say it was a pretty it it went pretty strongly in my favor but he he had some 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 good work he put some work in there who's he play anyway uh naoto And uh, Naoto versus Akihiko is one of my favorite matches in all of fighting games. Uh, As you can imagine, just one character is uh, shooting the guns and laying the traps and running the fuck away from you. And the other character is dodging the traps and Dempsey rolling 
and moving in and rushing you down. And it's the ultimate game of cat and mouse with a gun. <laughs> um, it's more fun than anything. I love it. I love it. Like, there's different versions of that. I've played, you know, I talk about Blanca versus Dalsim or, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, you can Everyone talk. one versus Dalsim. Yeah, in, in some ways. Um, you know, or, or, or if you're, if you're, uh, yeah, whatever. There's Zona versus Rushdown, you know, but um, this is the best version of Cat and Mouse, Cat versus Mouse with a gun. Uh, it reminded me a lot, as usual, every time you touch that game, that you're like, you're just, you're, you touch it, you play it, you have a lot of fun, and then immediately upon stopping, you're once again brought with the same feeling we started the podcast on, which is, Atlas, what the fuck are you doing, guys? You know, like you've done like this is sitting right here and it it it, it it's great and it works and it's, it's still my favorite arc system works. game. It's unbelievably fun. And there's just no reason for this to not be easier to play right now. It doesn't make sense. It's it's the work well, is done. A, there's a thread going around earlier that I mean it's tangential, but it's like was were, is fighting games the genre that was the absolute worst prepared for quarantine? So, yeah, no question. Uh, it's definitely uh, w- the most embarrassing based on the fact that it should have been like the best prepared. It's yeah, it's, it's like online chess. You know what I mean? Like. What do you need to do with your friends when you're locked in line? Oh, you want to play this fighting game? It's like, can't play that one. That one's netcode is so bad, it's unplayable. Can't play this one, because it's fuck. So, um... Like, three or four fighting games you can play right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we, we, you know, the, 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 I mean, we played in, you know, Persona, it's like, it's, it's delay-based. It is what it is, you know, it, 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 we, we played our matches, but yeah, uh, it would be really nice to see anything anything brought forward from that you know um i don't know why atlas atlas hates money so much but it just i was reminded of the exact same thing earlier you know by playing it but um god such a fucking good game uh and um you can't game's incredible you can't finish it or you can't like go play a set and then get off of it and not immediately start thinking about uh part five move sets you know you just start thinking about the part five cast and what their moves would be like see what i think about is not even the part five cast i think about the part four cast given two plus time plus time Uh uh-huh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we've had this discussion before and it goes to the same places yeah, I want I want you to just be in the same clothes, just it's not a uniform, just same outfit, except the collar is now past his head, past his head, and he's like homeless, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he peaked in high school, and he's just kind of scruffy and hasn't showered in a while, and to he's be, begging for change. To be perfectly real, you're describing Yosuke, not you. Mm, no, yo. I know exactly what Yosuke would be. Yosuke would have the fucking apron on permanent because he's working at the butcher shop. Yeah, at the Juness. Mm-hmm. That's where permanently. That, yeah, because dad dad knew he was a washout at, at at college, so he gave him the butcher job at Juness. Anyway, playable Shido. You know what it is. You know how it looks. You know what you know what form it takes. You know what music is playing. 
Yeah, except it would be the second form Shido. Of course. The first form Shido. No. That would- no, it would be the cool one. <laughs> it would be the cool one. You know what it is. Anyway. Um, I Wait, you uh, think the muscle version is the cool one? It would be it would be the the it would be the shirt coming off and it would be let's go, you know? But anyway. Um I uh Yeah. Played some Ultimax, had some good times. Um and then of course uh sponsored by PlayStation, I played Ghost of Tsushima. That game is fucking gorgeous. It is staggeringly, stunningly beautiful, as intended, as designed. They 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 super duper nailed the cinematography. And um, I saw a fun post where someone was like, uh, uh, "Hey Japan, uh, J- Japan looking at the West, going, hey, nice, uh, nice Japanese." Game, nice game about Japan, West, and the West is like, nice game about the West, Japan, and there's Dark Souls, and, you know. Nah, man, Tsushima. it's Deadly Premonition, come on. Sure. Deadly sure. Premonition's the game about the West. Yeah, I know, but... It's but Deep South, Zach. Yeah, but but there, it's not a swordsman, you I know? I can feel it. No, it's a gunman. Yeah. The whereas, most Western man of all. Yeah, but... but, but it's a knight with a sword and a samurai. <laughs> like, what? Feel that molten sun pouring down on us. Anyway, um, I think uh, I don't know. If, I don't know about you, but like, I I went right to big on full weeb mode. I did not. Turned them on, and I was pleasantly rewarded with uh, one Akio Otsuka immediately as uh, the voice of your uncle. Mm-hmm. I I didn't do that because well, one when I'm streaming it everybody complains if they can't uh, just uh, yes. do whatever the fuck they're doing while listening to it. Same uh, here in dub mode, mm-hmm. but also the lip syncing's all for English. So yeah, it is. I, that, the lip syncing didn't bother me. It didn't bother me. Um, but I did. I, I I brought it up and like I there was you know people that wanted to be able to minimize and they were and uh, that you know I took a poll. I straight up took a poll and said hey. My preference is to play the samurai game with Japanese voices on. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? And it was seventy thirty in favor of subtitles. So we went with subtitles. But thirty is not insignificant. So usually, this is when I'd be like, "Wooly, you goddamn weeaboo." However, this is kind of a special situation because this is the first game that I can remember playing. In which, as you often like to describe, the camera is a weeaboo. Mm-hmm. The camera is a huge fucking weeaboo. Mm-hmm. The game is so in love with Japan and and Kurosawa films that it is almost absurd at times. And parts of the game's story don't make sense because it loves Japan so much. Huh, interesting. I I saw a uh, someone I know uh, jumped online to say like um, this the this Japanophile porn is just too much and it's excessive and it's actually ruining the game for me and based on I mean I had one session on it right so I played uh, about three hours 
um, you know, intro plus the first two main mission uh, threads, and then um, a little bit of traveling. And uh, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure is. what what the what the what they're referring to because based on what I saw off the jump, it seems to be like mainly homaging Kurosawa. Which if you wear that on your sleeve and it's the name of the black and white mode i mean if you from the jump tell everybody what your point is then like i don't know if like it gets like how much worse it would get but i find it weird a weird thing to take issue with but i I, again i don't know what else is coming so i i can tell you exactly what it is describing so let's let's look at we want to play a Japanese samurai game in which you have a good setting for an open world, right? There's actually, if unless you want to do Sengoku, which you could, like everyone literally has done a hundred million times, you want to try anything different, you have a couple time periods that you can put your game in. You can have um, uh, five to ten different time periods in which... Uh, your samurai is just fucking shit up in Korea and China as a monster. Probably bad. Not going to happen. Very heroic. We're not. Or no, you have two back-to-back Mongolian invasions in 1271 and uh, 1274. Right. Stop me if I just. I. S- Strongly doubt the ghost of Nanking is happening anytime soon. Right. So, all right. Here's a situation where we have a, an island uh, off the coast of Japan gets invaded by the Mongols. It's like hundreds of thousands of Mongols. There's like 80 samurai. They got fucking wiped out. Great. Like that battle is like, you know, Jin doesn't survive in reality. They, they got fucking wiped out. Um, okay, cool. Great. But here's the problem. That takes place in 1274, right? Or 1273-ish? Okay, here's things that didn't exist in that time period. Katanas. Mm. The haiku. Mm. Okay, I uh, see. The Code of Bushido. I see, Which was I invented see. in like the Meiji Restoration in the 1800s and then retroactively applied to samurai. To, to what they were, the okay, okay. Because samurai were just feudal mercenary lords that were total pieces of shit like any other feudal lord anywhere else. A bunch of them were dicks, yep. So like the version of of historical fiction that we're looking at, it's a Kurosawa movie that's like 400 years early. So it's silly. It's silly. Like, I totally get what they're going for. But, like, when your uncle in in a flashback is like, the samurai must be so honorable. You look your enemy in the face. And it's like, this is a guy who, in the real time period he exists in, would go test out his katana on peasants in the fields. Yeah. Not great. Not great when you go back down to the accuracy of the time. But, all things considered, um... Wait, wait, what was the other battle? Because you're saying what, are, what the choices would have been? You have fucking up uh, Korea and China, and you have uh, Mongolian Invasion 1 and, two. and Mongolian Invasion 2. Right, okay. Uh, so, I believe they're like three years <laughs> apart. So then, basically, 
is that the reason why twelve seventy four we- and twelve eighty one? So, so this that is Mongol invasion one. So that's why we're stuck with Nobunaga forever. Forever, because that's the only like the war. At least it's civil war, and it's inside. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the only time it, it wasn't really woof. Oh man, it's gotcha. like if you go gotcha. if you go okay. into it, like uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms is really popular because a shit ton of Chinese wars in in uh, antiquity mm-hmm. are just foreign powers coming in and dumping on China. But the Three Kingdoms era is, oh man, look at this hero and this guy, and Cao Cao was there and he was a super smart guy and Lu Bu was a bastard, etc. Mm. So, yeah, okay. No, that makes perfect sense. And, oh, what's it going to be? Is that, <gasps> it's Mitsuhide! Oh no! Yeah. It's just, it's really yeah, funny when gotta- Jin is like, there's these, these moments of gameplay where, like, uh, they zoom in on because uh, when you get into duels, it zooms in on your sword, so his thumb flicks up the the blade out mm-hmm. of the sheath, and then you do that cool duel, and then you kill the guy, and he's like, "Oh, I feel bad for killing this guy because it wasn't honorable." And then you go write a haiku, and I'm like, "None of this is possible. Mm-hmm. Not a single thing I've done in an hour makes any sense at all." Okay. Like it's pure fantasy weeabooness, but it's like it's it's it wants to be historical. Now, how often does like, that? It's super weird. How often does that bullshit happen in every Assassin's Creed game? Or very not as often. That's why they they pick a bunch of lame time periods and nobody gives a shit about time periods where it could have happened while no one was looking. And there was sort of a conflict so like, over one here. One of the things Assassin's Creed loves to do is that back in the day, tons of people just disappeared for no reason. So they just go, hey, so-and-so. Hey, here's a great example of how seriously Assassin's Creed takes its bullshit. Remember Assassin's Creed? Did you play Assassin's Creed 2? Yeah. I, dro- like, I, I how- dropped oh. off uh, uh, at, like after uh, Black Flag. Okay, so in AC2, right... You're trying to kill Borgia for the whole game because he's a motherfucker and killed your family. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and it's like, shit, he's the Pope for like 15 more years Historically, after the end of this game. Yes. So you can't kill him. It's not so a Tarantino you joint. you him up and leave. Yeah. And don't kill him for no reason. Because you can't. Because you can't. That's correct, yeah. This, this is the... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is the, is the Kurosawa slash Tarantino approach to, to history. Well, um, so at the same time, though, like you have to like think about three hundred, right? When the fucking spear gets hit, uh, when the when the spear gets tossed and like it lands next to Xerxes, and you're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Tsushima is the three hundred of the invasion of Tsushima. Okay, okay. Um, so like that's really funny and hilarious. Like it's it's not a problem. It's just like constantly silly. Uh, because it really wants to be a Kurosawa movie more than a historical fiction. Like, it wants to be Seven Samurai more than anything. Okay. And that's why, like, every plant and tree is just bursting all of its fucking loads of seeds at you every millisecond of the day. Now, personally, I can accept this, like, idealized bullshit romanticization of the era... Uh, and mm-hmm. still press on 
while smir- while laughing at it. You're like, I uh, yeah. It, it, it the the way it sounded from my friend at least was like it was a deal breaker. Well, it depends because uh, the the game is it, it like Jin sure loves talking about honor and how much this is honorable and how much that isn't honorable. Yeah, and to be fair, when you see loves it, and to be fair, like in the first like mission or two, when you start seeing where he got his code from and why Mm -hmm. you're like oh yeah he's super obsessed because of how you know he came to be and um the way the game is marketed and i i'm my my hope if is in is that uh, the marketing was accurate where they're like but over the course of this game you will learn to be like uh yeah fuck that shit because i'm starting to see a little bit of that because the idea to be like be, being an honorable noble samurai is not always going to be the answer and the whole point of the title is you're becoming the ghost of Tsushima which is you're not a coward stabber in the backer thief man you're a ghost and that's the word that makes it yeah. all seem cool um i i would <laughs> describe the first 3 hours of jin's story of jin being like actively stupid mm-hmm. like uh, no protagonist i've seen in a while in which you have a character going, can we sneak past these dudes? And he's like, no, I will fight every man in the village. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm super down. I disagree with you 100%. The fact that you're in a crouching stealth position, and then the character is like, I'm going to stand up and walk into the open and call you out, and you have a call-out button, and the reward for using the call-out button is the best mechanic in the game, fuck you, I'm in love with that. I'm super How down. How far did you get? Um, did you, uh... I did the first uh, mission where you go with your archer buddy, and then I did mm-hmm. the other first mission okay, so you, where so you, you go with the other the, archer the buddy. MGS three boss on the bridge moment. Yes. Okay. Because. Oh man, can we just talk? So I don't like Jin very much, and I think the reason why I don't like Jin very much is because I want to join the Mongols because Koten Khan is the best. Hmm. Koten Khan is the best. The Mongols? He is the best villain introduction I've seen in years. I mean, uh, I, I, I talk about it during the video a bunch, but just as a reminder, like, uh, you go listen to Dan Carlin's Wrath of the Khans podcast about how that army worked, and it is no surprise they got as far as they did, because they were fucking baller. They were, like, uh, unstoppable on horseback with bow and arrows shooting fucking like like fucking 120 pound arrow like a uh, bow and arrow pulls and and like uh they had the accuracy to hit like the eye of a bird or whatever the fuck it was in that situation and yeah. then they also had a thing going where if they conquer you but you're a badass you can rise through the ranks on meritocracy and make your way up to being wherever you get in the army yeah. of the cons it was kind of nuts but fuck that. He he does a dachi so dirty. It's the best. It's the best. It's my favorite thing I've seen a villain do in in years and years and years. You are you uh 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 have you seen American Gangster? I have. Remember the opening very 10 seconds? It's very similar, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the it's yeah. It's the fucking ancient Japanese version of that. 
tossed, if, if, you know. If Koten had had, uh, like, a, a fucking gun, he would have just shot him. Basically. Pop, 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 and hard cut to the title. Ghost and of Tsushima. And we get a nice little speech that is like, while you were training the blade, I was studying like a nerd. Yeah. Dumbass. So you have the meme. And we know the meme. That was that was really surprising because it's like, you know, like, and then he straight up has a response to the meme is, and while you were studying the blade, I was studying you, and I was fornicating. <laughs> I think I yeah. think the the game's use of like language starts to get really good with him because I mean I'm playing in English, right? But everybody who speaks Japanese speaks English. Everybody who speaks uh, Mongolian speaks mongolian and then every now and then you run into mongolians who speak english which means they're speaking japanese and you're like oh shit in the sub cool in the sub version it's same thing and when he's saying i learned your language he's speaking japanese so cool he'll speak he'll turn to talk to whoever in mongolian and then turn back and speak japanese in those moments so like it's a pretty accurate uh, uh uh flow uh yeah, I think uh the other thing as well that's great about uh our main boy is at least while the the walls are up right now, he has a very clear energy that is like, you know, man, fuck this shit, this sucks. I don't want to be uh, uh sneak slooping through the dirt. And then you do the you you do this stealth kill, and it's the least clean assassin the kill you've ever seen. It's such a garbage kill. <laughs> It's it terrible. Like a full minute. Yeah, and he's just on the floor, and you're you're all fu- It's terrible, messy, and grit, and just awful. And then um, later on, you know, you, you're dealing with like peasants, and like he's talking to them with this kind of like authority of like Our a samurai, Jin Sakai. Yeah, and he's trying to like, and he has this kind of aura about him. We're just like, bitch, we saw you squirming in the dirt. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that. You know, like, let's not pretend we can't see the scuff marks on your fucking hilt, man. You know? One of one of the better things about the game's progression is that the stealth kills, like, one of your upgrades is just how fast are your stealth kills. Mm-hmm. Because your stealth kills at the beginning are really long. They're crazy long. And then you get an upgrade, now they're, like, one second. Which, and then the final upgrade's probably instant. Which, again, like... He's he's trying to kill really fast from the front, but doing it in this like sneaky form where the where you're not in your proper stance and you're hunched over and afraid of who's gonna see you from behind. Like yeah, you're 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 not a ninja. You're not that. You're nothing. You're fucking. You're figuring it out. And um, you know, uh, I'm gonna be a bit predictable and just bring up vagabond because mm-hmm. uh. Something that 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 story that is predictable. introduces nice and early is like you know um, mother. It's like hey, you're in a life or death situation. You're about to die. Well, there's your honor, or there's picking up a clump of dirt and throwing it in that guy's eye and fucking killing him because you don't want to die. Yeah. Because not dying rules. <laughs> and like as you go through this entire story and the philosophy of like this wild beast kind of slowly getting tamed you it it, it happens in a really realistic way but the most important thing at all times is yo you know what's fucking awesome not fucking dying 
That shit is not being tight. Dead is pretty good. That shit is tight, and it never stops I'm a big being fan tight. Of not being dead. Um. So so I love the fact that uh yeah you 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 can philosophize all you want in your perfectly uh uh, uh pressed hakama, but at the end of the day not dying is the most important thing at all times and and you're an idiot if you don't fucking follow that through you know it's great so i will say like uh i think the story in the game is actually pretty bad okay um because uh usually i was thinking about how to phrase this uh usually woolly you would at this point go to me pat okay i know you want to talk about the story but no spoilers I don't think there's anything to spoil in this game. Yeah, I, I actually didn't. I had nothing to say there. I, I was not going to, you know, I wasn't even going to stop you. Because right? I don't even mind. Like, like there's nothing to really uh, hear about. I, I went and, and hung out with this person and we were going to go avenge their dead family. Mm-hmm. And then I helped a guy get food back from some band. And it's it's real stock. Mm-hmm. It's going to go somewhere. It's all It's all well acted and it's all, you know, fun to do at the time. It's definitely like it's, the, the it's definitely going to go game has somewhere. Has a real like point A to point B. What's the story about? Get rid of the Mongols, right? In, but but like in the meantime, before it gets where it's going, there's a lot of horseback riding around the beautiful Japanese island countryside to do, and there's a lot of assassins creeding to creed. I will have how do, how to. This game story has a big problem that I don't want to talk about on the podcast because I haven't encountered it yet. But it's the problem of basing your game in a historical time period, which is how closely is it going to follow the events of that conflict? Oh, history spoilers? History spoilers big time. Okay, gotcha. Big time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. To the point where the war has a very specific definitive end. And there's a couple ways the game could deal with it. Some would be really bad, and some would be really funny. But I can't see any of them being really good. I think the best way to treat um, these types of stories, though, like is when you deliberately pick a period where we know the predetermined outcome, and you just tell a story inside of that period where, because of the fixed point of history at the end, things are... Things can be more powerful knowing where they're going to go in a way, you know? Um, I think I usually agree with you on that. I would not say it is the case with this one. Interesting. Okay. The, the This story is built around a historical sequence which ends in a famous anticlimax. Okay. Which I'm like, okay, how are you going to gamify this hilarious historical anticlimax okay because <laughs> the war that, that the game <laughs> takes place in is really short yeah hmm i mean uh so, so it's maybe weird. it's a really you, bizarre maybe, situation maybe maybe like the societal anticlimax can be uh the can be uh, achieved through a very climactic personal journey maybe 
Maybe. I have a I have an idea of what that'll be, and if they do the idea that I want, I'll be like, yay, because it's my idea that makes it better. Uh, I'm also on the lookout for magic, because if you add magic into the story, <laughs> you can do anything the fuck you want. Yeah. Or, um, or, or again, Tarantino. I haven't found any magic yet, but it's always like kind of like, but what if it was magic? You know, like, oh, the foxes bring you to the shrine. The animal, the, the animal spirits, the animal spirits and the, yeah, the kitsune and, and, and that, that's the, right now the energy you're getting is like leading, le- b- believing in the power of nature and the wind will oh, lead you to where you want to go. Happened to, uh, f- fly me to this, this important location. Thanks, bird. You really were guiding me all along. Uh, the game, like, shout-outs, it's pretty... Shout-outs to exploding red barrels in an ancient Japanese context. So, that is one of the historical details that is actually dead on. Come on. Because that is the first time gunpowder was ever used outside of China. Even though there, so far, was only bow and arrows and swords. I haven't encountered yeah. any any anyone using gunpowder yet. There are there are dudes that are throwing like ancient grenades. At oh, okay, okay, this. okay. Um, and you learn that's hilarious. Uh, okay, you learn very early on, uh, like you know you can have your ghost abilities, which is like a sticky bomb or smoke bomb, but you use black powder. Um, the only problem I have with that is that when you encounter that stuff for the first time, Jin doesn't go, "Holy shit, what the fuck is that? How do they have the ability to make things explode?" Hmm. He just talks about it like he knows. It's like, oh, they have black powder. Uh, it's like, that might, shit is sorceress. I mean, at the time. he might, you know, he's he's been on the battlefield before. It's not his first rodeo. Could have happened mm-hmm. off camera. What though? How do you feel? Couldn't ab- have. How do you feel about? It actually, couldn't have. <laughs> it couldn't have. The the Mongols that show up on the on the beach in the intro. Yeah. Are the first people to ever physically oh, carry fuck. black powder okay. out of China? That is the be- that is the beginning of the conflict. That is historically that is number one oh, step shit. Okay. ever okay. in history. All right, all of right. black powder outside of Chinese borders. Wow. Okay. So the fact that like they're riding into like that firestorm at the very beginning of the game and they're not going, what the fuck is this? All right. Listen, your wiki diving might ruin this game a little bit, but. <laughs> But it's okay. Uh, we'll 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 so make before, it. So before before I, I before I uh, played the game the night before I brushed up on my Japanese history. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. What? Um, I don't know. Like, there's a there's a thing here, and and uh, just kind of not just in terms of history, but just what do you feel about the fact that like this game? There's something about all of these. Triple A Sony third person like flagship games that just has the same energy. This is the third game that they've made in a row that is like this. Uh, they had Horizon and Days Gone and this, and they are all giving off. They're all like the identical genre. And and you can and even though this is all sucker punch, right? You can rope yeah. in uh, Uncharted. You can rope in. Um, Spider-Man, even to some degree. Yeah. They're, oh Christ! Forgot about Spider-Man. Yeah, like there's it's totally the same game. Also, it's a fully accurate New York City, man. Like, you know, um, like there is just a large, clear 
Sony main flagship AAA energy that, like, there needs to be at least two or so a year, and they're skinned differently, and the details differ, but overall, there's just a very samey vibe to it. But it's like, if it's interesting enough and directed well enough and it's fun enough, then, yeah, that's fine. It's, you know what I mean? I, it, but it, it's it's funny to me that I'm like, oh, I've felt this energy before. Oh, yeah. Uh, this game feels like a, like a alternate reality Assassin's Creed. Like, Assassin's Creed 7, but in Japan. The wall climbing, in particular, is you, you start to see the way he leaps from point to point, and you're yeah. like, uh-huh. But... But that's the way Nathan Drake climbs mm-hmm. things, actually. Yeah, the, no, the, the, it's interesting because the Assassin's Creed climbing animations are very recognizable because they have the same little, like, head turns and jerks, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, uh, yeah, Infamous as well, right? Yeah, there you go. It, it, it really is a, a thing where, like, hey, it, it it's not a formula as much as it is a template. And, we want a game that's like this. And, um... It's like okay, we are like you when our studios make these? Are you using uh, batarangs and grappling hooks, or are you using a horse? Uh, you know what's what? What'd you name your horse, by the way? Uh, I I I didn't. I got my deluxe DLC horse um, available immediately with the special horse armor. But they it doesn't come with a name. Oh wait, uh, yeah, Kage. I named him Kage. Oh, you named it Kage. Okay. I named my horse Sora because I thought it was funny to call it have to be able to talk to Sora and go fight the darkness, and that joke maintained its funniness for me up until this morning. Nah, I went with Shadow Kage. Shoutouts to Kage, the warrior, the Ganon. Gold player. horse named Shadow, huh? I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick like the black one for Shadowfax. You know, yeah. But uh, Shadowfax is a white horse. Shadowfax is isn't it Shadowfax black? Shadowfax is a pure blinding white horse. Well then, white horse named Shadow then. Nailed it. They did it first. You did it, buddy. You you you're killing it. Well, um I uh I had the big old legendary digital deluxe horse armor and then I immediately got the digital deluxe special like uh, uh, armor with the mask and the mustache on it, type of thing, ceremonial yeah. armor, and it actually they all have they have stat bonuses, right? Yeah. Um, but playing through the intro cutscenes where you're supposed to be like pathetic with this shining, you're supposed to be wrecked, and you're shining and ceremonial and like it's too much. It's so intense and like. They take the ma- they take the mask off so that your vo- your face can still show up and and do the acting, but it's such an immersion ruiner because like your premium fucking costume is just it's just like yeah I don't know it's it's like uh, Norman Reedus wearing the dumb hat and shades while uh, yeah. you know while um all characters give speech Cliff to him and he goes uh, is is fucking uh, attacking. Yeah, uh, I ended up get, like I ended up getting to a point in the game where I'm at now, where I have like uh, you know three or four different armor sets leveled up, and I don't use any of the ones that have any combat abilities. I'm only using the one that uh, vibrates when items are near, mm. because I, I've I've gotten 
like very used to the combat and it's like I don't care about more melee damage. I don't care about better sneaking. What I care about is these collectibles that I will miss if I don't have this fucking thing on. That's interesting. I have a very specific thing I want out of this game and it is uh obviously besides the parry parrying based abilities, I want mm-hmm. to do the uh fucking draw kill, the negative edge slash. I want to yeah. do as many of those in a row as possible. Well, that's not armor based. You just use you skill points for that. Yeah, I'm and I'm and I'm just I'm focusing on that. Oh, okay. You mean the you mean the um the, the like the crafting uh, materials? Stuff? Yeah, yeah, I mean the yeah. armor sets. Right, right, right. Okay, I haven't done any of that yet. So, cool. Um. Uh. Yeah. Games. Games. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh. Games. A little fun. Fun so far. What's the word? Story's kind of safe. A little. A little too safe. Uh. The game's best feature is the fact that it hates your menus. It hates you using a menu. It doesn't want you to use a menu at any time. So it wants you to fucking like stare at the fucking wind and yeah. have no HUD for as much as it can possibly get away with. I hard called the fact that I'm like this being the big flagship AAA third person P- PlayStation game game game. I mm-hmm. like the moment it first booted. I'm like there is a 100 percent chance that there will be no title screen. And I was not wrong. There's like I'm sure it'll be there at the end at some point. And in, in, like 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 no, not a title drop. Like the, there was a beautiful title drop. It was fucking stellar over the field as you as the the forest opens up on your horseback uh, moment. No, he means you you start the game up and you you select your settings and then it's yes, just, you're, you're in the game. Yeah, there's because these are the games that are like. We're doing the movie thing and pressing start and loading and pressing start takes away the movie thing. And we want you to feel that movie thing. Unfortunately, I, I really do like having the ability to get most of my settings done. But at least they give you the they give you the brightness thing, the brightness check, and then they let you set your language and your difficulty. And then, like, they fucking send you on your way. Good. There we go. You know? Yeah. Um... The game, the game's use of HUD with the wind <coughs> is incredible. It, I fucking hate playing Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead, and you're like, look at this incredible landscape that you don't see because you're staring at the mini map to figure out what turn you need to make. So some open world games are the kind where you're just you're engrossed in the world and and like it's beautiful and you enjoy it enough to just kind of like take the long way sometimes this is one of those games Mm -hmm. uh i felt that way about breath of the wild i just enjoy taking the long road sometimes Mm -hmm. and uh this is going to be a weird one but i felt that way about the saboteur all right that is a weird one you're right um the black and white paris uh, Nazi, Nazi over Nazi, Nazi blitzed, and uh, uh, um, color play in that thing was really interesting, and uh, I, I, I enjoyed that as well. But um, yeah, this is gonna be uh, like okay. There's your objective. Cool. Ride the other way and just go see what's going on um, mm-hmm. until you get bored of that, and then hit your objective because. At the very least, you're gonna like be like blown away with the visuals, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like I have not run into that problem once of okay, where is this? And then pull up the map and then like zoom in and like zoom in to figure out is it in the building? Is it out of the building? Because the broad strokes of all the foliage like blowing in one direction is good enough 99% of the time. And then when you get within 50 feet, it just gives a little a little tiny icon that's like the little wind icon that says, okay. Foliage? 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 Foliage, yeah. Foliage. Foliage. I thought, it was, foliage. I thought it was foliage. Um, You'd be wrong. What I also enjoy uh, so far... No, you'd be wrong. Uh, Would I? Yeah. Would I? Seems so. It's pronounced foliage, Lisa. Foilage. All <laughs> uh, right. Everyone whiffed it then. Um, anyway, uh, the thing that I think is pretty strong so far is you pointed out uh, the villain being excellent. What else is excellent is uh, the so far three supporting characters I've been introduced to all rad all three yeah they're all right sensei um archer lady and uncle killing it great love that energy have you met grandma with no chill yet no i don't think so unless you're talking about yuna she no i'm talking about uh lady adachi no or uh, Masakato, I think her her first name is. She has no chill. Nice, nice. She is. She's the team. She's the member of the team that you look at and you'll go. You'll be cool if I leave you alone for a minute, right? And she goes, "Yeah, dude, it'll be cool." And you come back and everyone's dead. Yeah, okay. And you're like, "I thought you said you'd be cool." Nice, nice, nice. Okay. You told me you would be cool. I you, you need things were not cool, dude. Games like this, like they need to thrive on y- the people you'll be talking to for the next forty hours being really interesting or fun to talk to. Uh, you know, yeah. like it, it, it it's it, it's mandatory, right? I think. Um, think about everyone. Well, one, think about Peter, right? Then think about Park Parker in the PS4 game. Okay, thank you. And, I thought of Peter Griffin first. Yeah, no. And then think about like most of the the people that you're talking to for that game on a regular basis, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, these are some interesting relationships. These are fun. I like this. You want to see more of those? Like, it, it needs to be it needs to be strong. And like, I feel like everyone we've been introduced to so far is kind of similar in that it's like, uh, I like the cut of all of your jibs. Every jib has had had a good cut. So far, I've enjoyed pretty much everybody except for Jin. <laughs> I think he's my least favorite character in the game by far. I I enjoy him as the fuck up he is. I I like I like his bumble so far, and I want to see what like, where that bumble step goes. Can we can we turn that bumble like, into a bumbling flash step? Like he he you meet up with a guy who's like an old friend of his uh, uh, that's like uh, leader of the Straw Hats, like you know the dudes with the cool hats. Mm-hmm. And he's just a more likable Jin. He is almost the same guy. He looks really similar, 
He's just a little the guy, bit. Was he, was he locked up? The guy you free? Uh, no. Okay. No, you, the guy you free, he tells you to go meet this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody I've ran into, including a bunch of like the one-off no-name bandits, seems like more interesting than Jin. Uh, like everybody you, every boss fight I've had against a unique duelable character has been more interesting hmm. uh, than Jin, which is fucking crazy. Jin's just a like a player avatar to the fucking maximum. So, I was kind of hoping that we would be playing as a a Toshiro Mifune stand-in. Doesn't seem likely. Not happening. I'm hoping we can get some sort of side character with that energy, and um, I'm fully anticipating a cool samurai with a little boy near him at some point just so we can throw all the ref- all the references in together mm-hmm. um he's the he's the uh, uh uh the main character of um seven samurai and he's the brash one he's the dude that's just kind of fucking you know impulsive he's the he's the mugen he's got that big mugen energy yeah. you know um that 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 and and like if you, it's he's the fucking best part of 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 that movie, you know. And I want I want that full reference in there, or at the very least, that's that 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 fucking you know that aura, Yojimbo, all of that. Like I'll, I'll take us some generic side quests, uh, as an example with Jin, where old lady is like, bandit stole my food. And he goes, that's terrible. Where are these bandits? They're over there. Don't kill them, though. He's like, I'll try my best. (coughs) Then you go, and you run into the bandits, and they're eating your food. And you fucking wipe them out, Mm -hmm. like, in a second. Kill kill the shit out of them. He goes, now they have paid for what they have done, these dirty bandits. And you return the food. And the lady's like, oh, I haven't eaten in forever. Oh, thank God you stole this food from the bandits. And he goes, what? (laughs) This wasn't your food? (laughs) And she goes, no, yeah, I lied. (laughs) And he goes, I will not give you the food now because you lied to me. I would have helped you. Shame on you. And she goes, I'm sorry. And he goes, oh. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the end of the quest. Yeah, that's that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like Jin Ghosts. had no meaningful or interesting Ghosts. interaction with that at all. <laughs> he was he was kind of like a fucking uh, board of drywall. Love it. Was, love it. He got played. The fool got played. I love it. Become the ghost. Yeah. Um And it's just like darn. Yeah, so, so you didn't have to kill the bandits. Yeah, whatever. They were bandits. They were gonna. They were gonna die one way or the other. Definitely. Um, also, like have, having uh, memories of Neo with the uh, quick switching over stand switching. Yeah, and and yeah. and archery. You know, all all incorporated. Also having memories of DMC Devil May Cry with the stand switching. 
There's a real, like, red enemy, blue enemy, red stance, blue stance thing going on. Well, they t- where- they show you on the fucking, like, unlocks, like, swordsmen use sword stance, uh, stone stance, yeah. right? Uh, this uses that. This uses that. Every, every enemy has their counter. It is annoying when you're in, like, huge groups of enemies and there's, like, every different enemy type and you're switching ev- between each one. It would be less annoying if there was a hard lock on. Which I can't believe the game doesn't have. The weirdest thing, and probably the biggest fault so far, is the complete lack of a hard lock on, um, or soft lock on. It you auto you do you do have an auto lock on, where they where like it orients you towards somebody, and if you if you don't tap if you if you're um, neutral on the stick, you'll swing towards them, but if you're holding. Um, any other direction or whatever the case is, the camera will sometimes not center properly and like the person you're staring at and sort of focused on will not be dead center. They'll be like back up against the wall towards the camera. And I've had like two or three moments of that that I'm like, ah, come on. I think what's even weirder than that is that uh, nothing in the game ever has any transparency so when you go into a tent, you have a second where you're completely blind, mm. because the the door flap has to oh, has right to open up the top yeah. of the camera. Yeah. Um, and every single enemy I have ever found inside a tent is looking at something to the side because I guess they know that would be fucked up to blow your stealth on something you can't see. Mm. The um, but I've had I've had uh, situations where like trees like just block my whole screen when i'm uh like doing a duel or something like that yeah it's it just it's just very weird that um because like and when you get into a group fight it still is going into uh uh ass creed batman combat you know where yeah. tilt towards this character this enemy and you'll like fly in that direction and you know most mm-hmm. assuredly like swing and hit them but um you just don't have the ability to be like r3 stick to this guy you know cycle to this guy next cycle yeah. to that guy next and um I, you know it, it, it's i don't think it's like a, a function of, of of difficulty as much as it is just like uh give the i prefer if we had precision on those things you know i wonder, I wonder why they didn't, they didn't do it i have no idea overall game seems really solid i've been playing a lot of it mm-hmm. it's very nice it's very relaxed how far are you uh, I said like ten hours. Okay. Um, I'm I've I've filled out about half of the bottom of the map. Uh, which one of the weirder things in the game is that you'll have a story and uh you you met him the archer guy mm-hmm. right Ishikawa, mm-hmm. and the story will be you got to get Ishikawa to help you take down the castle right and the other one's like you got to get Yuna's brother to. Mm-hmm. Make you a thing, and you got to get uh, the Straw Hat Ronin to help assault the thing, right? And then you do that character story, and they go, okay, I'll help you. I got my own shit to deal with still, mm-hmm. but uh, when you want to go do that main mission, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll help you. The Ishikawa one's really crazy, because you do that story, and it's like one of nine quests complete. Mm. And you can just not do the remaining eight. And he's still on board. 
Yeah, because the yellow marked quests are the ones that matter for your oh wow okay quest okay and it's just like really that's a lot of optional quests that you just don't have to do it all. I mean, the way it plays out, at the very least, in that first, first one, is just kind of like, oh, man, damn, so that girl's gone, huh? Yeah, she's super badass, but oh, well, help me? Help you? It's like, I guess, you know? And I guess. And, it, and you kind of, uh, like, the rescue mission is a botch, so what are you going to what, you know? Do you promise to help me? Yes. I promise that when you go to do that mission... I'll be an NPC that will do the prescribed thing at that one door. At that one <laughs> right, time. right, right. Yeah, I promise. Um, it also like the. Uh, I also got the big old uh, 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 Chivo kit thing with the uh, with the copy, and um, there's one like each of the there's three achievements that all have an associated physical item to to get, and I got one of them so far, and it's like an actual iron cast um a sword guard so mm-hmm. this is pretty cool like i i thought that was a a, a nice touch that uh came with that Nerd. version it, 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 i could use it to replace my my existing oh, sword guard that's who tomoe is okay but yeah sorry the the the, the girl is totally a historical figure oh right cool yeah i mean um, uh, main guy actually straight up says like he's like he says like I'm the son of Kublai I think yeah Koten is totally a person. yeah 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 that dude was there uh 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 so he's just like hey look at let's it's it's me you can you can point me out on I'm Kublai Khan's cousin you can point me I'm out K- on King the family Khan's chart grand- grandson mm-hmm. um very cool very cool we'll see where that go. That game, I bet that game remains incredibly and almost annoyingly consistent the whole way through in its quality. I bet that game has no peaks and or valleys. Mm, probably. <laughs> and I also... Because it hasn't in the all the time I played it, it has been super consistent. I'm also assuming that um, th- like, there's going to be some point where because you know this is a real event that took place and uh there wasn't this was an invasion and they were like fighting back the mongol army i'm i I, i'm waiting for the like okay so to us the invaders are monsters we got to kill them all fuck these guys and i'm waiting for the other shoot a drop drop where there's a like let's go into their side of the culture to see what was happening here for a moment and realize that history is complex no, at that time in history, uh, the Mongols were like, Genghis Khan is the baddest motherfucking dude to ever live. Yeah. We're going to invade everyone. Oh, for sure. Like, that's it. No, I, that, that's, the, that's their motivation. I, I, what I mean is that, like, with the historical accuracy and the, and the Japanophilia going on, um, one would uh, expect that there's like, well, we're going to also have some super historical accuracy for the Mongolian army as well. So that's the weirdest thing. I have learned more in this game about historical Mongolians than I have about Japan because all the collectibles are about the Mongolians. Okay, yeah. Uh, there you go. 
There you go. Yeah, that's that's all the collectibles are like. Did you know that the Mongolians are actually a livestock-based society because they're primarily nomadic? So all of their drink and food are based off of milk and meat, like ninety-nine percent of it. Mm. So their alcohol is a form of milk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and apparently it's fucking terrible. Which is why they like sake so much. Also, here's this weird like paste tofu thing that. They ate for rations all the time. Also, they fucking loved horses. Holy shit. Horses ruled. And, you know, you just kind of... Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Cool. Cool. That's that's what's up. But, like, it is... They are unquestionably the superpower-expanding hypervillains of the period of time. For sure. Oh, totally. I just... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I just mean in terms of, like, See, research and accuracy, you know? It's fun because back in the day, you could just write an invading force as just like, why are they invading? The reason why the Mongols invaded Japan is because they saw Japan on a map and they said, fuck those dudes. I want that. Basically, yeah. And that and that was that. It's, it's They started walking in every direction and went, hey, submit or die. You know? And also the... Um, the 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 step was their was their fucking their home their home base their home turf yeah, yeah, advantage turf. exactly and uh if you were on it like yeah you're done and then you have this moment where jin's fighting khan at the end and he's like i hope your bitch empire survives your death and he's like this empire will last forever <laughs> totally not crumble into dirt the instant this lineage dies uh the sun will never set on it's it's nighttime it's nighttime it's <laughs> it's 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 gone it's gone ah <laughs> oh, shit fucking oops yeah don't get so drunk idiot yeah well, anyway, um, I need to take that fucking legendary armor off just because I, I can't stare at these cutscenes like this. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It reminds me of a, a less ridiculous version of when you like the pre-order weapon is you get the starter gun with better stats and it's solid gold. And it's like 100%. This looks terrible. Remember when Overwatch was like, hey, your big reward for placing high and ranked is to get a gold weapon and it's like that looks horrible why the fuck Gears would you want War that was the one that always got me bad where it's like the pre the the gun that came with like the super deluxe expensive was like a solid gold like nasher shotgun and it's like i can't think of any game where the setting of having a solid gold gun was more out of place so garish so terrible like, and tacky. yeah uh, um I mean, what you call it? Uh, Apex has like a fuck ton of uh, of um, skins for each weapon. So at the very least, you have like a million alternatives, including some wacky ass like, "Hey, look, it's a Game Boy shotgun or whatever." But well, cool, you know. But like, yeah, just this like, oh look, it's all shiny gold. Like I'm like, fuck, I hate that in everything. Looks terrible. Anyway, um. Oh yeah, did you hear uh, Apex is uh going to be um multi uh, uh um um god what's the fucking crossplay crossplay Cross play. with what? Everything. Cool. 
They're they're they gonna add solo mode. They're <laughs> that that's not the scope. <laughs> that's not the don't care. That wasn't that wasn't the move. But yeah, they're doing it following in the footsteps of Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That's good for them, I guess. I want a fully crossplay world to become super normalized. I want this to be a thing. Yeah, uh, Dead by Daylight's going to be the next one that we talk about in a couple months. That all they're going to try and link everybody together. All of these companies talking to each other and having more and more examples of like people connecting to the same servers is 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 fucking excellent for video games. It's really good news. Like, think about just how many times like. Uh, a dead game with with ports all over the place doesn't have to be dead if you just consolidate it, you know? Anyway. Um, I'm just thinking of all the games that could have had cross-play in the past and didn't for various reasons. I remember the fucked up, terrible version of Team Fortress 2 360 players got because of the you know, the cost for certification back on the 360. And those patches were always just months behind until that version just died. Fucking Titanfall. What's that? Hey, you know what? I had a solo mode. Titanfall. So TF2 and TF2? Yeah. Although, to be fair, mouse and keyboard versus controller is hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. I love it every every game that it's in. It's the best. But yes, um, uh, that was, you know, I didn't really do much else. Or rather, I did much else, but uh, uh, worked on projects that will be ready soon. Secrets. Yeah. Um, two huge things that I'm, 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 I'm busy with, to be honest. And I'm actually going to have to take, like, some... Uh, scheduled days off to work on these projects. It's it's uh it's, it's big stuff, but I got you know I'm gonna need some time. So I hope everybody understands in the in the near future. Like I've like I've had to clear a couple Saturdays, and I might need to do some more um, because uh, my focus and attention uh, is required. So, uh, but you know, in the meantime. Um, if you would like, you can hop on over to Wooly Versus. You could peep what's going on. Uh, Mario continues. Thousand Year Door is, uh, it's getting spoopy. Getting. Hey, let me, let me ask you a question mm-hmm. about your schedule. I noticed that when you put up, uh, the YouTube video for Tsushima, that you're labeling them as parts. Are you doing the whole thing? Uh... Yes. I that seemed reticent. I so what happened was what happened was I basically planned to do it in the future. I was going to bring it in at some point when um it would have best fit the schedule. But then, and then you got sent. I got sent a copy, and they said, "Hey, take a look at it." And I went, "I guess we're pulling the trigger." 
And then since we pulled the trigger, I guess we're just rolling with it. So I was kind of, um, you know, uh, f- pushed to start it sooner than I expected. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that's essentially what we're going to be doing. It's, it's, uh, okay. I was, I was wondering about that. Yeah. The schedule is heavily focused on Thousand Year Door. Uh, Halo games are, are fast and short. So, very easy to burn through. Thankful, uh, thankfully, that's not that much of a problem. But um, those, you know, those were the focuses, and and, uh, and then you know other projects. But uh, yeah, now with Tsushima on the schedule, I pretty much am gonna be rolling through it. I will tell you what, that game has an incredibly clear distinction between main content and side content. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe mm-hmm. less than 5% of the game is main content. Oh my god. I was planning to do almost all I was planning to do side content the fuck off screen and uh I, like main, and mainline it on screen. I like I have done five main missions total in the, all the time that I played it. Like people who watched uh, the stream that I did uh like I found a mythical uh, a mythical bow quest that took me like an hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't that long, but it felt like it took forever. Well, um, I'll say this: um, the uh, the way Death Stranding went, I would have much preferred a tighter a tighter experience recording wise. And I played a fuck ton of Death Stranding off screen. Off screen, yeah. You had to. That game requires. I it. did so much off screen, but there was still even more off screen that I would have uh, probably have liked in a way. Um, in the end, it was it was it was it was fun. It was great, and you know, overall, people had fun. I had fun. It was uh, you know, but uh, there was a massive momentum lull that uh, kind of didn't really need to happen. I think so. Uh, I'm going to learn from those lessons with Tsushima. I'll tell you right now. The, the quests with the characters that you know, like, there's there's a really clear hierarchy, a hierarchy, not hierarchy, what the fuck, Pat? There's gold quests, right? And then there's quests with uh, Ishikawa and Masakado and Yuna and, you know, the characters that you run into. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, uh, your mythic tales, which are your super weapons or super techniques, which are very in-depth. And then there are the other side quests, which are like, this guy says he's a samurai. Is he really? No. Fight him. And like, it's, it's like, so like, uh, white diamond quests on the map that don't have a character's head on them are nothing in terms of like content wise. Good. Okay. They barely even reward you with anything. Good to know. They're just stuff to do. So as long as every time I I pop it in, um, I'm hitting the gold diamond quests. Yeah, we're fine. And and or quests with people's heads on. Okay, them. then we're good. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's that's a good rule of thumb. So yeah, that's continuing. Um, at- by the way, reminder that Horizon comes out in a couple weeks on PC, which is the other game that is basically Ghost of Tsushima, but with a bow instead mm-hmm. of a samurai sword. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of and robots instead of Mongols. I'm interested. In, I'm interested in like the 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 setting of Horizon, but like it's it's not a burning thing to me. You know what I mean? Like, eh. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. The uh, uh so my thousand year door is going. Um, shit's shit's going great. There was a a, a fucking pump fake and a half in uh, the last uh, session we played, and man, like. This game is just firing on all cylinders, and it's such a good time. I can't believe... Uh, I saw that Yoshi. Yeah! Yeah! I can't believe how good this thing is drop is getting. And um, Origami King is out, and from what I can tell, people are... Fuck that game! Pretty, pretty out to lunch on it. Um, Fuck that sounds, game! Sounds like it's nowhere near as bad as like the Sticker Star problem. But it's not quite as bad. But, but the the the, the personality has a direct thumb in your the eye. The personality had to be extracted due to you know like Nintendo being like, please extract the personality from this game. No, did, no new characters. Did please. you see the interview? Did you see the people playing? No, the people playing Origami King like found out that there's stuff in that game that is like directly making fun of everybody who. Was was be like? Can you please make the games good? Again? Are you serious? No. Yeah, I'm gonna type it to you in Discord. It is a spoiler for the final boss of Origami King. I don't know if you care. Do you care? Uh. Uh. Sure. Sure. Tell me. Here. That seems a little bit wacky. For them to do. Please don't pull a reboot. The Guardian code. That's not a nice. That's hilarious. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's fucking incredible. Okay, yeah, that's really... <laughs> that's really incredible. Okay, cool. But also, it's like, oh man, it's never going yeah, back. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Uh, so, so, so the thing with this, the ju- no, 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 I'm not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that for people that can. No, we're not gonna that, do that'd that. That'd be, you yeah, you can look that up. Um, but, uh, uh, for, for the, uh, for the interview that, that came out for it, though, they pretty much, uh, sat down and went like, yeah, Nintendo says no more new characters in the Never. Mario world. Like, you can make new characters that don't fit. But you can't make characters that, like, look like they, they come from the world, right? So, uh, now you gotta fight staplers and pencil crayons and, you know, uh, 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 fucking uh, pencil uh, cases because they're just not gonna really let you make a grubba, you know, or a uh, 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 Goomba- uh, Goombella or like any of these, these 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 characters and who needs Goombella when you have a th- realistic 3D pair of scissors yeah so wow what a character scissors a franchise subjected to extreme cowardice uh is is really it's a sad state of affairs but you also there's parts where I the reason why I'm I'm enjoying Thousand Year Door so much is because it goes shockingly far for a Mario game. Shockingly far. It it it, it weirdly gets away with things that you're like they should not have gotten away with that at all. Well, so 
They didn't. They didn't, exactly. And I think if you you can let them be creative and have fun with this world, but, you know, just step in wherever you think it's going too far, Nintendo. But the fact that, like, instead it had to turn to this is like, man, I, I, I'm... I'm I'm being hit with the like, like now you know what it feels like to be a fan of this thing is suffering, but it's like I'm midway through this one game. You know, I'm not even anywhere there, close to where others are. the The Paper Mario thing is like the perfect picture of my personal biggest problem with Nintendo games. Nintendo games are all incredible, high quality games that are essentially the popular one of that series being remade over and over and over and over and over again. Like, it... I mean, Zelda games for a long, long time were just the same game as Ocarina again and again and again and again until Breath of the Wild. The new Super Mario Brothers series is just level packs over and over and over it feels weird to have a like uh nintendo is too kitty discussion in you know current year <laughs> because like take smt5 is coming out on the switch i'm like take me back to my for, fucking for elementary school years where we're fighting over this shit and then nintendo like aggressively goes the other way with it by when they hit the uh the the sixth generation by bringing in like as many mature games as possible and clearly being like nah we can be up there with the others too and we can have things that are uh, rated m no problem fuck off you know but anything with our name on it you know uh uh it should still sort of be you know in the clear and 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 um tone at best will be what is mature but yeah, in the case of like their flagship franchise, I'm gonna sing that word way too much. Uh, in the case of, we should have had a fucking Matt- flashback where we find out that that Link got Mifa pregnant with some kind of horrible fish homunculus, and they had to bury it in the backyard because it was a, a fucking abomination unto the Lord. I think that as much as Nintendo loosens up with their um, like kid friendly aggressive uh, 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 philosophy which I forgot the guy that was in charge of that but there was a dude the, the dude that was in charge of that working at Nintendo during the 90s like is known as oh yeah this guy is the reason for the aggressive kid friendly uh, uh, um, you know push mm-hmm. uh, th- m- like Mario the mascot and his world and his games still have to be protected by them so they're gonna they're gonna not take risks you know it's too important to take risks uh they they don't it's not sonic they don't you know they they're not they're not gonna fucking go balls out with it i don't know sonic could have taken some risks he makes out with a human sonic could have sonic could have gone some places he makes out with a human they took risks i (laughs) i would i would i would buy a sonic game so bad that was a sequel to sonic 06 and it was sonic and elise's son Sanic, and he's all flesh colored, and he doesn't have he doesn't have hedgehog spikes. It's just flesh. Yeah, I just uh, it, it it really is. It's the same. The flesh hog. You know the feeling. Sanic the flesh hog. That's it. You know the feeling of um how like Sonic Boom 
had some like meta jokes that everyone like <laughs> it like thoroughly enjoyed. You know, it had a lot. Yeah, because you're like let people take control of this thing that are huge fans of it that are right here with everyone else that's been watching it for years now. You know, like let the people writing the thing be on the same page as the fans that enjoy it, you know? And and it's such a like obvious positive place to go with things and you know the the results clearly show, but like if they can just get over that fear, like in the end they would have a second franchise that people are like overwhelmingly in love with. If if Thousand Year Door as a template continued for like the rest of that. And you know, I hear from what I hear uh Paper Mario 64 and um um Super as well. You know, if it continued in that direction, like we would have such an amazing refined thing at this point, you know, but uh they just they just the 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 inve- the, the, the risk is not worth it to the brand, you know. I could just I could just see the fucking like the like uh Paper Mario Thousand Year Door 2 continues the irreverent direction of the first game jump on a homeless goomba oh no mario you've got stuck with a syringe i mean hope you don't get sick dude like there are side quests where you have to go to the little like mom and pop shop that you've been buying like your uh, your items from and scout the prices out for a skeezy fucking dude a skeezy Dugan hanging out on the west side of town or the east side of town and and you've got to tell him the prices so that he can th- consider how to open up street across the street from them and run them out of business. Good. Yeah, and he actually acts skeezy and has a bunch of like ellipses in his in his dialogue. And it's, you know, like, you're actually, like, there's a... He's got a, he's, he's got a smash cart and a GameCube controller in his pocket. There is a no hyperbole mission where someone hands you a package, says, don't look in it, go give it to the Goomba in the alleyway. Yeah. Swear to God. <laughs> yeah. And the, and just... Don't look Just it. hand the package over to the Goomba in the alleyway and come back over here. Don't look it. So, you know. Just don't look it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's great. That continues. Uh, shit's shit's popping. Uh, that game sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Halo also popping. Uh, and Halo features uh a a trope that I did not expect, and boy, am I a fan of it. Uh, at least the point that I got to in that uh, there's because you know you got your um, you got your Deus Ex Machina, right? You sure do. You know that that'll that'll every once in a while pop in and do what they did uh, in the in the old plays, but the one that steps in and go and is not talking to the audience but is talking to the characters and goes, everybody shut the fuck up. Shut up. You know the just talk thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, time for that to happen. I am going to force you all to to see reason. Sh- every, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that energy. And uh, that kicked in really hard in Halo. Comes from a really weird place, too. 
Um, yeah, it does. Comes from a very bizarre place. Bizarre source. Just talk series. Bizarre source. But like, I'm a big fan of just talk. A lot of things are not a fan of just talk. A lot of things don't do the just talk. But every once in a while, when an ancient one arises and says, "You're going to fucking talk," <laughs> I'm like, up, "Yes, yes, please. More of this. More of this." Uh, very, very pleased with that turn of events. Halo 2, great. Halo 2, great. Um, followed by, <laughs> followed immediately by, uh, like, just a, like, hard cut to, to, like, insane level of escalation of plot. So, I, I don't even know, but, like, we're on the home stretch in that, um, I think we've got about two or three missions left. Uh, that'll be wrapping up as well. Uh, yeah, over on Wooly Versus. I'm trying to think. I didn't do all that much else with my week, game-wise or <laughs> anything like that. Play more Deadly Premonition 2. That game is... Uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I also tried the Death Stranding PC port, which is really, really, really high quality. Settings? Extremely high quality port. Uh, runs really well, which is great. How, uh, how, are, the, um, the weird, how are the settings? Uh, very in-depth, and it has a setting I've never seen on a PC game ever, and I wish more PC games would have it. So you go into graphics, and you know, your highest graphics is very high. Then high, and then instead of medium, the settings are labeled as default. Oh. And my assumption is that when you play the game on default settings, those are the same settings that the PS4, PS4 were keyed mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. Which, like, oh, great. Yeah. Thank you for that, I- that, in- that instant barometer of exactly where it yeah. is. Which you can do because this comes after the fact. Cool. It's great. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for me. If you want to check out more Deadly Premonition, uh, I'll be doing that this week over at twitch.tv slash patstaresat. Gonna be doing two spot oh gee, oh. Ooh, two mm. two sponsored streams this week, because Devolver's cool. Uh we're gonna be doing Blightbound on Wednesday. I'm gonna be doing that with Peach and Plague, and then we're gonna be doing Carrion on Thursday. Which that comes out, dude. Carrion looks so good. I played the demo last. Incredible! Week, right after the podcast, looks really cool. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yep. Eat the things. Be the monster. <coughs> Bite him. Eat him. <coughs> ah, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's it. So let's take a quick, good old carry on. Take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by Honey. Uh, hey, Honey. Honey being... Uh, I'm a little short on cash this week. Well... Could you help me out? They sure can. Uh, as previously discussed, Honey is... Uh, 
for a shopping online, we've seen the promo code. We've all seen the promo code field taunting us at checkout. I like that. I like the way that's phrased. It's uh, it's quite clear that every time you go through, you add to cart, then you go to checkout, you put your settings on, and then you see a little box right here, which is like, hey, if you knew what to type into me, you would save some money. Do you know what to type? And you go, but I don't know what to type. Well, then fucking type. perish. Oh. Or just buy the thing and, and it'll hurt you more. You know? Oh. You don't know what the what to put. You don't know the codes. There are cheat codes to save money that you all you have to do I don't want to is put it in the cheat code box. But you gotta know what to put. Well, fortunately, you don't have to remain in the dark because honey is uh available to find all the coupons and apply the the best ones to whatever you're about to buy on over 30,000 stores online, um, ranging from all sorts of uh, gaming uh, uh, stuff. They've got tech uh, sites, fashion brands, food delivery, like 30,000. Chances are a lot of the places you want to you get stuff from are going to be there. And uh, yeah, basically, there's a drop-down button. You click the Apply Coupon uh, button, wait a few seconds, and it will find all the coupons it can for that site and apply them to whatever you're about to buy so you save money instantly just like that you are no longer being taunted and teased with the empty coupon code box so um uh just like that uh yeah it's a it's a quick installation you can drop on uh uh sorry i got a little lost in the little lost in the in the weeds there uh yeah there we go it's a uh, yeah you can uh quickly grab it um basically uh it looks like right now 17 million members have saved over 2 billion dollars uh that's all that's more than like 150 people that's crazy much that's more. crazy that's that's a wild that's more than that yeah, that's more than every pokemon look at that we can oh my god significantly more so, if you don't already have Honey, you're straight up missing out on free savings. Literally free, installs in a few seconds, and by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Uh, get Honey free at joinhoney.com slash superbeast. That's joinhoney.com slash superbeast. Thanks, Honey. Thank you, Honey. Support for this podcast is also brought to you by DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash, what up? I'm hungry. They are named for their ability to dash to your door. Um, I would like to imagine... Which is kind of a misnomer because they do use cars and bikes. True, but I would like to imagine uh, they use a Mega Man X style dash jump. I would like to imagine sometimes they do a K-dash style blackout. Uh, Maybe even a... Bleach flash step. Are you the kind of asshole that's like, I'll give you a five dollar extra tip if you if you Mega Man dash in front of my door for if me you, and then draw a wizard on if the box? you FADC through the door, you're getting a big tip. <laughs> Ding dong. Why would you do that? Uh, actually, no. 
I don't want you to FADC through the door. I want you to FADC. I don't want you in my house. Backwards. Ever. Which is why DoorDash allows them to just drop that safe delivery. Your door exactly. And run away. Exactly. Right? Ding dong, cancel into delivery drop, cancel into backdash, and they're out. Uh, big fan. It's really funny because I've had food delivered to me a couple times in the past few weeks, and there's two types of delivery people now. There's the guy who is uh, gloves, mask, waits for you to appear at the door, waves, thumbs up, away. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Then there's doorbell, ring, get to the door, where did they even go? Already gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they must have run up, dropped it, and ran away. Both are acceptable to me. I can respect I that. I understand it. Personally, I'm a fan of opening the door and seeing the nightcrawler gas slowly fading away. I'm a fan of the oh, the yeah, bamf. The gas. The yeah. post-bamf. It's like, oh, yep, already out. I like that. I like that type. I'm good with that. I'm <laughs> I'm good with the uh the Yamato warp cross <laughs> like slowly vanishing as uh my my dinner is 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 ready and and waiting. So, uh yeah, all things considered, you uh you want to you want to get your food brought to you anywhere you are. Uh you want to get it from uh all your favorite restaurants. Well, DoorDash has got over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia with all your local go-tos, all your favorite national chains, and just about, like, you know, the the, the best places that you could be craving at any given moment. Um, and there are, of course, contact, contactless deliveries so you can keep uh, safe with a drop-off immediately at your front door so right now our listeners can get five dollars off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter code castle that's five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter the code castle don't forget that's code castle for five dollars off your first order with doordash thanks doordash thank you doordash out. Hey, well, they do mind if we take a break. I'm going to use the washroom. Can we do so after our last sponsor? Oh, my goodness. We have a third sponsor. We do. We do. Who is our third sponsor today? This week. We are sponsored by Raycon. Hey, Raycon. You know what's going on with Raycon. They're the earbuds that keep going on and on. And, uh... Listen... There's never been a better time to try to ignore the presence of human beings outside. I'll tell you what. Some buds that can follow you, that'll stay charged, last long, good quality, and and uh, that you can absolutely get the outside noise, noise isolated uh, 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 fit in your ear to cut out that outside world. Now is the best time. Better than ever. Now that we're all isolating everything, why not also isolate noise? Exactly. The newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds. Best ones yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, compact design, and the noise isolating fit. Uh, they're the... Get out of here, noise. I don't want to hear you. So just in case you're not aware, the Raycons are the wireless earbuds that are... 
uh, they're they're comfortable. They're perfect for conference calls, binge and podcasts, whatever you want to do. But most importantly, they are uh, about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. So you don't have to break the bank to get some wireless earbuds. Um, and of course, uh, I've I've mentioned already that uh, just about every every day. Most nights, I, I can tell you that uh, Punch Mom is using them, taking calls, listening to podcasts, going to sleep, and uh, playing whatever sounds of, you know, rain and and uh, uh, comforting sleeping sounds. Whatever dumb bullshit she listens Whatever to. it is, it's comfortable enough for her to fall asleep to them, uh, fit into the ear, so. And let me ask you a question. Does she wear? Does she like listen to that stuff when she's actually going to bed, or is that a pre-sleep thing? Uh, while going to bed. Okay, so how often is it on a on a not like a like a the weekly basis, right? But where you're 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 in bed, you're like ah, getting ready to sleep. Ah, good. Mm. Ah, getting sleepy, sleepy. And out of the phone comes full, full ass volume bullshit. Because oops, forgot to sync it to the. Th- oops, forgot to turn the headphones off. Never. Oh, that that sounds super nice. Has not occurred. Has not occurred. That sounds great. Yeah. That you would not be woken from your pre-sleep. Nope. Doesn't happen. These these mm. these these. These Raycons don't do that. So, uh, and hey, I, 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 I am told that I used to have a very bad uh, snoring problem, but I th- believe that is used to. Yeah, I believe that is a thing of the past. I, I believe that is a thing of the past. As as far as I've gotten the update, you go ask Punch Mom if it's a thing of the yeah, past. Yeah, I'll get the I'll get the update on that. I. I, I you legit have the worst snore I have ever heard in my it's, life. You sound like you are about to It's die. gotten better. So now you only sound like you are close to death? Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash superbeast. That's buyraycon.com slash superbeast for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash superbeast. Thanks, Raycon. Thank you, Raycon. Okay. Um, bathroom break. I bet your snoring sounds better because she got them fucking Raycon earbuds in her ears. Tell you what. Noise isolating that shit. Yeah. Probably. You gotta get a, a, a sleep robot. You're gonna die. Um, I checked it, it. Go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. All right. All right. I'll see y'all. BRP. Today. How do I? How do I pause? You this? click the buttons. Okay. So, uh, we already jumped right into um digital well, double before, news. Before we go any further, I'd like to ask you. A question. What is the opposite of hatred? Is it love or is it indifference? 
Uh, the opposite of hatred is love. The opposite of passion is indifference. There you go. Uh, I disagree. I'd say indifference on both, but I, I get what, what you mean on that. So the reason I bring this up is that I have been doing something for the past couple weeks that has been creating a very big amusement in me. Um, and it came to a head during, um, uh, just now, actually, at the beginning of the podcast with Foilage. And uh, earlier, when I was playing Tsushima, uh, where I kept referring to the samurai sword as the katana and fighting anyone who would correct me. And when people are like, oh my god, Pat, god damn it, god damn it, no. It's pronounced foliage, you idiot. It gives me power. It gives, oh. Oh, it's just so, oh. Mm. But if you were like, whatever, I would see that my power is diminished and foliage may stop. But it's too late now, dumbasses. It's too late. It is pronounced Katana. That's all I have to say. Why do I say this? I got a lot of DMs at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> I got like three people DMing me going, God damn it, Pat, it's pronounced foliage. I'm like, no, 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 no. Cool story, bro. Anyway, the Nintendo Direct had some other things that they announced, and uh, I would say... Um, Besides the obvious Shin Megami stuff being worth talking about, we there's some wrestling bullshit in there. There was the new WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which uh, is more or less the modern day All Stars. So yeah. it seems, you know, fight alligators, stage hazards, all that shit. Um, and I talked about yeah, Cadence of Hyrule, new characters looks really cool, playable, way um, more songs, which is much more important, tons more songs. Playable Skull Kid, playable uh, Impa, Dark Link, <coughs> and like characters. And if you played, um, uh, 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 you know, Crypt of the Necrodancer, like characters make a huge difference. Like, like play styles are, are, are very, very largely. You okay? I'm good. Windpipe? Yep. Coke in the windpipe? Yep. That's happened. Doing? Oh. That's happened not a ton I'm of fine, times. Paige, I'm just choking. But it's happened more than twice, and that's kind of weird. How do you swallow things? I choked on the, the Coke. That's It's fine. Relax. How do I swallow things? Is the question? Hello? Yeah. How yeah. I... I put it in my mouth, and then I swallow. But if I think of something to say fast... You start to talk? I just start to talk, and then I... Oh, I have to inhale to talk, and then the inhale happens with the with the liquid, and then death. You don't wait until you're finished swallowing to start talking. Well, how do I scare you? I choke on things all day, every day. Don't make the dick face. Don't. Come on. You don't need to do that. No, no. I got my soda. Thank you. 
Anyway, point B. You got really, really red there, so, you know. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I always do. My uh, my mom has the same problem, and it drove my poor dad crazy because there'd be this time where he's like, oh, this is a great dinner, Mom. Oh, it's great. And we would both inhale our foods at the same time and start choking and dying, and my dad would be like, God damn it, which one do I kill? <laughs> Is it Sophie's choice or is it the good son? It's the good son. Yeah. All right. Which one do I shoot? <laughs> uh, yeah. So drinking and talking is very difficult. Yeah. Which is why you should only do one at a time. But uh, it's fast. Go. I'm thirsty. I'll have a sip. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Thought what of a thing to say? say something right now. Yeah, I held it. No, you can't. If I you hold it. a thought for more than two seconds, it's no longer important. Then die, I yeah. guess. If if what you're saying is is not worth dying for, then why even say it? Right. Basically, yeah. Totally. I uh, was going to point out that there were some games that um, were announced uh, on the Japanese Nintendo Direct that did not come over to the American one, or the English one, I should say. Um, in some cases, probably just because of like, hey, that's not uh, fully announced yet. But in other cases, it was announced. and It's a little bit weird. But anyway, two games in particular. Um, one... Atelier Riza 2, Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy has been announced for the Switch, and uh, uh, it was in the Japanese one. Now, I don't know about you, I don't know much about the Atelier series. I know there was Atelier Iris, and from what I, and there's a whole bunch of them, and what I do know is they're, they're RPGs. And the best I can tell is their atelier girl name, Alchemist of the Thing Thing, <laughs> is the best I can kind of make out of most of these things. But the, um, okay. so it's atelier girl name, I think. Like atelier girl name, Alchemist of of Word Thing. Yeah, and then they go in trilogies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, goes back pretty far. It's probably some fucking 15, 20 of them, maybe. I don't know. Um, but they've been uh, around a bit. But uh, yeah, the latest, the latest one is. Uh, if I remember correctly, Riza. I asked Clemps. Hey, isn't that that little girl game for weebs about potions? And he was like, yes. You have successfully summed up that series. Yeah. That's what that game is. So, um, this one is uh, Ryza 2, which, you know, I, I... I didn't know there was a first one, but hey. There was. Nice model. A video review on it. Pretty world. She's mixing the potions. She's doing the thing. And Main then there's the character. Co- then there's the combat. A different 
if I remember correctly, the plot of the first game is that your plucky character is like dude to do, and then gets attacked by a monster, and somebody throws a grenade at it, and it blows up, and they go, "How'd you make that incredible thing?" And they went alchemy, and they're like, "Alchemy's the shit. I want to make bombs." In conclusion, thighs. In conclusion, I just looked up the title page, title art for this game, and I now understand why you're all going thighs. Har, har, har. They are present. Indeed. Uh, And the other one, uh, which was omitted, is... uh, so the, the the localized title is Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Um, that's the localized title. That's the localized title. Uh, I want to say what was it called in? Well, anyway, that's that's what it's, that's what that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be called. Um, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, and uh, yo, it it uh, pretty cool looking. Uh, uh, you know, side-scrolling combat platformer, seeing, you know, uh, 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 lots of grappling, hooking, uh, juggles, dashes, slashes, attacks, a little bit of that, um, you know, uh, uh, 2D, um, Muramasa kind of energy or, or dishwasher, all that stuff, you know, like fast paced. And at some point it cuts to like gardening, but, uh, it's. It seems pretty. Seems pretty interesting. Like, uh, actually, looks yeah, looks looks like a fucking video game, man. I don't know what to say. Um, but give it a peep at least. Check out the trailer. Uh, see what you think. But uh, this is something that uh, Exceed on their Twitter announced is coming. November tenth. I'm seeing a different name for this. Yeah, the 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 Japanese title was Sakuna Hime Rice is Power. <laughs> All right, and uh, I, I'm seeing an English title that's Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy. Wait, you're talking about Atelier? Yeah, Atelier Riser Two: Lost move- Legends and the Secret Fairy. I started talking about a different game. Oh, okay. I was looking up the foot. Oh my god. We've we've started talking about a different game. I wanted to look at the game you were talking about and didn't hear the new name. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh Sakuna of Rice and Ruin or Sakuna Hime Rice is Power. Is the name of the game I'm currently discussing? Oh Christ! I never heard the 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 jump from that to. Second, uh, the the thighs are there. Don't worry. You can you can catch the thighs in Atelier Thyrus later. Or thighs. I literally heard. I my brain literally combined you saying Atelier, and then the subtitle for that game is of Rice and Ruin. I'm losing it. Well, now what you were saying makes way more fucking sense. Yes. Uh, what I said was, and the other like game, 
the other game that did not show up on the English Direct that was on the Japanese Direct is Sakuna, a.k.a. Sakuna Hime, etc. And uh, it is a side-scrolling uh, uh, thing that is um, Muramasa-esque and Dishwasher-esque and, you know, all those games, whatever you want to oh, call them. gardening. Yeah, there it is. And there's a little bit of gardening going on in it. Yeah, so... Uh, you can check that out. Looks 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 all right. Looks like a video game, and that's going to drop on Switch as well on November tenth. In English, mind you. So again, I don't know why they would just like not show these these games in the in the American. There wasn't enough you know. time in the direct. They had a real hard limit on eight minutes. Couldn't go well, any longer. Well, I mean, if I feel bad for Xseed, where it's like, yo, we've we've got a product we're putting out on your console in a couple months. Could you help us out? You know? No. Well, if it's too wee- too much weeb energy, yeah, probably, probably. But gotta, Shin Megami Tensei is not. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei is not enough weeb energy, but uh, these two are, are are way over the top. It's big eyeliner energy more than weave energy. Uh, so yeah, that looks interesting. Um, something else pops up as well, and uh, this is uh, actually got an available demo for it. Uh, C R I S Tales, Chris Tales. Take a look at this thing. C-R-I-S. Art style. That sounds familiar. Art style is fucking clean. Super cool looking. Uh, uh, game coming to, yeah, PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC, Steam, GOG, Stadia, everything. Um, I just seeing gorgeous. This and, and putting it down, uh, apparently. Yeah, that demo had been out for a while. I I was informed by people when I asked about it that this thing apparently sucks. Oh, does it? Like I was like should, should I was like should I play this on stream and got like a unanimous like no, it's bad from my chat when I mentioned it. Huh. Well, I want to play the demo and find out for myself because it the art is beautiful. It looks so fucking like, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, just on that merit alone, I, I it, it's worth investigating for sure. Um, Apparently, the old demo was bad. The new demo is good. All right. Well, you know, sh- shout outs to one guy. Shout outs to one guy. It was definitely a lot more than one guy. Well, you can use the one guy emote five times in a row. There you, there you go. <laughs> oh, is that uh, how that works? Five as, one guys? Then, Then that's how you do it. Yep. Uh, had some, had, had some nice strong ones and on uh on Thousand Year Door, eighty eight guys. I <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the actual um, the actual uh release date for Chris Tales, if I'm not mistaken. So it says, yeah, uh, demo available now, and it should be launching. Uh, oh. July twenty first. Well then, yeah, not tomorrow. No, 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 no. Hold on, that's incorrect. November seventeenth. Thank you. 
November seventeenth. That's those are very different. Demo out for Switch uh, tomorrow. Um, uh, full full game November seventeenth as well. Uh, so yeah, fucking just peep what peep what the art's doing there, and uh, see what's up. There was uh, that Rogue Company thing, which I saw a man in a mask rolling. He shot some guns. He, uh, just a third person shooter. Didn't, didn't really know what to make of it, you know? Oh, this is the game Watch I just Doggy. skimmed right past. Watchdoggy vibe. Just scrolled right past <laughs> it. <laughs> like, gun was there, shot the shot. Uh, oh, big old, man. big old watchdog mask. So glad I could just skip that part of the direct. Holy shit! Devil's third, yeah, big Devil's third energy. Nah, Com- nah, nah. This is brink energy. Okay, okay, that's acceptable too. That's a good one too. Um, fuck. Nothing to say. Nothing to say. But there it is. Oh, that's going to be trash. I like how we're all just like, man, look at this. Look at this Japanese shit. Look at that Japanese shit. And here's a Western gun game. Fuck that shit. Get out of here. Look back to this Japanese shit, though. Hey, man. Can't wait to end this podcast and go pretend to be a samurai. Listen. (laughs) Listen. All right? (laughs) Just, just, just own it. Just own it. I like to think that there's a single determining factor that you could look to on almost any reveal of a game on in terms of my taste. And that is the level of cynicism that you can feel coming off of the trailer. I look at... God, I closed the tab and I can't remember the name of the game. Rogue Company? Rogue... Not squadron. Shit. Hold on. I can figure this out without clicking my mouse. Yeah, uh, don't look at it. Rogue. Uh. uh, <laughs> uh I'm not even gonna. No, I'm not even gonna. Uh. 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 Fuck. Bat. Bata- not battalion. No. Oh my god, Rogue something. Holy shit, it's gone. <laughs> was it... Ro- was it, uh, it, it was Rogue Company. It was Rogue Company. So I actually said it and oh. couldn't remember the, if that was the real one. Okay, Company. Okay, alright. Okay, all right. so... This is Very, a that, that's what it was. in game. Yeah. I, I would like to call games that now. Cash-in games? Who makes this? Who's making Rogue Company? Who makes that, bro? What's the fucking publisher, dude? I mean, it was it was a trailer in the middle of the direct. It wasn't isolated, so like High Res Studios. Who who the fuck? Who are they? Where who do they make games for? Oh, they're the tribes people and the paladins people. Well, there you go. Smite and smite. 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 Let's get Smite onto the consoles, but the row cut. This is gonna crash and burn. I'm all, I'm looking at that. So there's a guy named Glitch with the with the with the robot face. What was the uh? What was the Ubi 
Battle Royale we talked about. Literally can't remember the name of it. Hyperzone? don't remember. Hyperspace? Hyperzone. Hyperzone. Sure. Ubisoft Battle Royale. Yeah. I'm going to... Hyperscape. 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 <laughs> Hyperscape. Okay. Oh, man. It might as well be fucking Hyperzone. I'm, I'm going to now title both of these and anything like this almost watchdogs energy you know it's it's that 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 like you're gonna have your your uh uh uh, smiley face projector mask kind of vibe but that thing is cool though because i liked it in ruiner i liked it in 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 uh um astral chain you know that thing's rad so here so, yeah, let's talk about Weeb Energy, because I'm looking at Sukuna, Hime, of Rice, of, of Power, whatever, and despite the fact that I can't remember the, na- the game's title, and nope. was apparently barely paying attention when you were talking about it, Yep. I look at a single screenshot of this game, and I go, oh, people cared. People, people who were making this game cared. They're, they're making something that they're proud of. Yeah. Combat looked good, and then you're doing some some planting and then you look of at, the rice. Um, hyperscape, hyperscape. Mm-hmm. And I look at this, and I go, "Oh, cool! They're making something." Uh, somebody who's about to get fired for being a sex rapist told them to make. Uh, actually, I, cool. if I'm not mistaken, but. When you and then you go back to go back to to Thiza, and it's like yeah, I haven't Thiza, pl- Atelier Thiza. That's right. I haven't and I haven't played uh, any Atelier girl name Alchemist of the Thing Thing games, but that's I right. can say that the the quality of this model is very high. And even though she spends yeah. about half of the trailer winking and putting up the uh, the victory uh, uh, fingers. It's like that's a pretty that's a that's a high quality character model running around a world and doing the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So someone someone does care. You're correct. Yeah, you you can you can always tell when someone cares. You can always tell, and I want to say that like my ability to care is directly tied to how much anyone making it cared. It has nothing there, to do with weebness. Are there any games that you like, but you can tell that the person making it didn't care? No. Actually. Um... I don't like Street Fighter Five that much, guys. Uh, no, I really can't. Because there's a difference between they might not have cared and mm-hmm. you're sure they didn't. Mm-hmm. Marvel right? Three like, is is good is good combat. Uh, Marvel Infinite is good combat despite itself. Yeah. It's a good system beside it's despite itself. But like sure. many people involved with that game did not care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many people who had the power to change things did not care. Hmm. 
Yeah, I feel like sincerity of development can be like a fucking criteria in reviews. Yeah, if the people... Like- uh, if 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 the, if the people like are are clocking in and clocking out, then it's going to show. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel you know, the lack hey, of soul. You, you know what? This I can, I can blow this down to a microcosm. Remember when you were playing RE4 and you were like, "This is pretty good," mm-hmm. and then you got the bolt action rifle and you reloaded it and you're like, "This game's a ten out of 10. Mm-hmm. and you just <laughs> knew you just mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm. that the rest of the game was going to be a plus plus. Yeah, someone, someone, someone cared about that. Someone cared about that. Yeah. So, I'll take that. Uh, It's nice to know uh, that people are starting to care uh, about things like 4K 60 FPS optional performance mode in Spider Man Miles Morales. As opposed to what? Locked not? <laughs> like, a hard locked not, not that? K30? Like, well, it's, 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 op- it's optional, so clearly there's going to be a trade-off of some kind. Uh, but 4K60 is, is, a, is, is a thing that they're, they're saying is in there. What I actually oh. want this to uh, 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 be, you know, a, a, a signpost for is graphic settings coming to consoles, honestly. I just want the ability to prioritize frame rate. Uh, when you, when you play That's pretty much what I mean. Tsushima and you have the ability to... Uh, I have a pro, so you prioritize resolution or frame rate. If you prioritize frame rate, the frame rate never dips, ever. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Like... When I like, like we do, we should like consoles don't need to have the the um the level of optimization that uh rather the level of customization that you see on your on your on PC settings because everyone's variable setups can change and they can optimize it for you. But when it comes to frame rate, that should absolutely be something you can choose between a uh variable high or hard locked if preferred. Uh, just, just you know, frame rate setting. go up, please, please. I think Neo Neo uh, threw in Neo has one a performance or uh, it also has a special effects mode which no one stability? uses stability What's that Uh it's it's not frame rate or resolution it's like it turns shadows and all that shit to the maximum Hmm okay Yeah just absolutely if you know the game running at its best is going to chug at points, then create some options for people on consoles as well to actually improve that performance. Should they like to, you know, I think that's a, that, I think that's a, please it, do. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and, uh, it might mean that people seeing your game will see it looking differently, but we're already in that world on PC anyway. You know, can, can I just please get a, a 10, just, Drop the frame rate all the way from 4K to 1080. I don't care. So when Just you d- make it run good, please God. And if if this and this if when uh, a game if this were already standard, then when you get things like uh, switch ports, 
of things where the frame rate is just like we don't give a fuck <laughs> you know like uh, a sam show or some shit where you're just like yeah not a single shit was given when they oh, dropped it the, on the switch the sam show port on switch fucky I mean, they're like, uh, I want, it wasn't as bad as like, was it Jump Force? I think it was, or one of those other games. But boy, do you see the chug and like, just, yeah, have those options in there so that you can address those problems. You know? Give choices, give options. Oh, I see the chug. That's not good. Jump Force was like an actual. Oh fuck, Jump Force! The trailer fuck Jump Force to hell. The trailer for the game was unapologetically running at like ten. I I've ne- hey man, I've yet to be proven wrong on this. When footage gets shown off and the footage is running at a bad frame rate, that is a bad sign. That is a bad fucking sign. Because that is the best they could get it to look for the trailer. Based on their deadlines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't even doctor up some good running footage. People are pointing out, what about Resident Evil 8? Yeah, the fact that 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 original fucking trailer had a bad frame rate means that I bet that the fucking... Does that game even have a fucking last-gen version? I bet that version, if it exists, it's exclusive to next-gen. Okay. I bet it was cross-platform at some point. And then they were like, fuck. This runs like shit. Uh, a lot of you know, a lot of the time, it just depends on how early they got they got their dev kits. Um, having been around for at least three or four of them, uh, of like pre pre uh, pre launch development for a, a a game, it it usually comes in way later than you'd hope, but they get. They get, like, white papers early, you know? They get guidelines, they get specifications, and they get told to basically start building your assets and, you know, think about doing it this way, uh, start doing this this way, start planning around Mm -hmm. this and that. But, like, the actual hardware arrives uh, pretty late in some instances, or at the very least, uh, you, you only get, like, one or some shit like that, you know? So, um... But yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Miles Morales is doing, and He's running better than Peter. Finally, we got a really confusing story that I just I don't know what's going on here, but um, it seems that uh, Twitch has challenged DSP the Immortal. To an immortal off. And he was banished, resurrected, and as of this morning, banished again. And I can't seem to find out why. But what I can tell looking through 
at least the thread and then uh, what he had to say about it is that there's bullshit DCMA claims, DMCA claims That's what rather. I also uh, was able to is that somebody keeps false flagging his channel over and over, and it's and actually it resulting auto banned and, and in an auto ban, and then, and then ban him exactly. But so that protect him from being auto banned again. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if that is in fact what's happening, then that's a very abusable and shitty thing that needs to be addressed. Obviously, sucks because what that can happen to anyone at any time. So uh, that needs to be fucking fixed. You know, uh, I I certainly hope that they don't have a system that just literally auto auto bans you based on a a a a claim a, a claim threshold being hit. Mm-hmm. Because that's super spoofable, you know? And dumb. And very dumb to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it works out for him. Yeah, if that's in fact what's going on, then that's some horseshit, and uh, that shouldn't be happening. So, it, we'll Yes, s- I hope it works out for him if in fact that is what is going on. Uh, all right. Let's take some quick Oh, letters. by the way, uh, if you run out of news, I do have a, a piece of news for you. What's up? Uh, Blasphemous, the mm-hmm. Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, not part of the, the Switch thing for some reason, but they just announced their DLC uh, is going to come out. It's called The Stir of Dawn. Here, I'm going to give you a link from GameSpot. Uh, and it's going to be like a level and boss expansion uh, to Blasphemous, as well as New Game Plus and like some challenge modes and stuff like that. Uh, simultaneous drop? Uh, yeah, on pretty much everything. On okay. August 4th. So it's soon. Cool. Okay. It's in two weeks, exactly. What are they, uh, uh what are they doing with, um, the, uh, integration of that? Is it, like, go to a location in the mean, game? Or is it just, like... Uh, it, it doesn't say. Um, I bet it will be a fucking wall that used to be a wall is now a door what do you prefer when it comes to that i have i because like souls introduces a very clear walk to this location that was originally nothing and a new zone will be there right and then there's on the main menu select new dawn and that is your extra dlc campaign do you have a preference oh I don't know. Um, apparent. Whoa, this is actually weird. Apparently, some of this is locked behind the new game plus mode. Hmm. Okay. Like new bosses and new. Uh, uh, I think higher difficulty. I I I don't mind uh, 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 a second item on the main menu where you just load your save in. And play it there, like I'm okay with that. I, hate that. I don't. I, I don't hate that. That's I don't, my most hated. Disintegrated. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, mind I, disintegrated. I want it integrated. I want it integrated very strongly. Hmm. Um, my personal favorite is probably the way Hollow Knight did it, in which it gets added, and if you got to it late, you would never know that that was the part that they added. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Like I want it just integrated, super like, integrated. Just, okay, oh. so then you, yeah, you, there, there's your preference, right? 
My second favorite would be the would be like the new area is added on to the ass end of the game. So like I mean, post boss. I, I I like depending on the way the game is set up, though. Like another ideal is um, if it's a list of missions, then you just get more missions to select on that list. You know, mm-hmm. if it's uh, a bloody palace, then now a bloody palace is just slapped onto the. The list of uh, you know modes you can play in, um, it, yeah. I guess it just depends on whether the game is like narrative, open world driven, or whether it's not, or if it's not. I know? tell you what, though, there is one thing that I absolutely hate about integrated DLCs, and, and it depends entirely on the devs' day one response, which is um, starting up uh, the Artorius DLC on Dark Souls. And going to game facts, and number one question being, how do I start this? Mm-hmm. That's kind of that what, is a stupid problem. That's kind of what I was asking this for is the idea of one. There's always that moment, but the internet does solve that problem. Admittedly, now we live in an information world where you can learn quickly. And the other being like, um, I don't know what. Let's say for some dumb reason. You played a game, you beat a game, and you no longer have your save, and then DLC mm-hmm. comes out, and you want to play that. Uh, How do I get to the DLC the fastest? Yeah. You know? Can you just book it to that location, or do you have to play halfway through, or do you have to do New Game Plus? What are the requirements going to be? You know? And I think... Um, eh... Again, it all depends. It all depends on how the DLC goes. But in a scenario where I played it and I don't, I just happened. I, I don't know. Like it's it's a it's a dumb hypothetical, admittedly. But like if in some cases, I I think you'd want to be able to get to the DLC faster if that's the main thing you're playing it again for and interested in. You know. But yeah, um, no hard feelings one way or the other, or, or, or not feelings. Um, hard. Um, if it if it works best for the style of game, then so be it. Fine. So I'm the other thing in seeing this because I fucking love that game. So Plus yeah, Sony incredible. Sony Sony uh, put out a trailer for Gamer Girl and then they deleted it. And Gamer Girl is a live action game that is made by I believe the people who made Late Shift, uh, which is hilarious because basically that's a really weird, uh, uh, cringy sort of live action movie game, but it ended up being kind of like you know, fun despite itself. And uh, Gamer Girl is now the, you know, simp simulator. Watch a girl on Twitch and then there's a dark sinister story. Should I take this call from my ex-boyfriend? And then if I'm not mistaken, Sony then deleted it like seconds later. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the the company that made it asked them to take the trailer down. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. Um, that game's in poor fucking taste. So, Late Shift was about a guy getting wrapped up in a in a big old crime scandal, and he's just a normal kid that you know is in over his head type of thing. And you're like, yeah, okay, it's some some fucking straight to DVD movie, except it's interactable. You know, and um, 
of course, the biggest dumb thing about that being when you make a choice, you're hard committed mm-hmm. to it for the rest of the fucking movie. Uh, so, but, but like replaying that to see variations is a night. It was, was nightmarish. Um, in this case, yeah, it just like, I don't know if this it's was like, something okay, they started listen, like years people, ago and it's only ready now, but yeah, is there's, it? There's the bit of the mini game was like quick ban people fast enough so that the gamer girl doesn't cry. And it's like, Jesus. Uh, but like it, it is feeding into like the your moderators and the people you talk to often in Twitch chat are like a big part of your life. These are the types of people that you would turn to as to whether or not you should go explore a spooky haunted pirate ship or whatever the fuck is going on in the second half of that trailer. Um, it's it. It looks like garbage. Yeah. Like um, again, going going off of late shift, you have to realize that like this is kind of coming from a place where the the creators are not the most tactful you know they're they're just kind of like david cage throwing shit at the wall in a way so it 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 does not surprise me that it's from them um but it is like a weird ass step into so uh, it's like the idea a, could a, be really a cringy cool. vibe there's a there's a there's a game on steam i'm not sure if it's on anything else but it's called um I want to say it's called Not Fit for Broadcast. Is that the name of it? Okay. Um, not for Broadcast is the name of it. Uh, and Not for Broadcast is a game in which you are running a TV station. And uh, you are uh, like behind the, you know, you're in the editing director's chair of like a news station. And you're like cutting to certain things and you're muting people in case they swear. And then uh, there's a regime that's telling you to, like, silence people that are protesting against a certain thing. So you cut interviews short or stuff like that. And it's a really cool idea. And you could totally do a Twitch moderation version of that idea. You could totally be like, oh, this guy's spamming a bunch of robots. Ban him. Or this uh, time him out. Or just do, Dude, like, a Twitch version of Papers, Please. I, I'm like, I was about to say, like, Papers, Please is the uh, is the proof of concept that you can yeah. do... A, a fucking trite rote job as a game and make it engaging and but, fun. But this one's weird because it plays into like moderator as like confidant and mm-hmm. close personal friend. It's like I am actually good close personal friends with some of my chat moderators but that's because they were my friends first and then they became my moderators because I trusted them. Um, uh but like it, it, it's playing into all the creepy parasocial parts. I was about to say parasocial simulator. If you want, if you would, is the other part of it that you can go down that road to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a great. Can't wait to play it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. That's correct. But they pulled it for a Absolute, reason. I w- that will probably. I'm like. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen on other people's channels, but like that, even that seems much more up pages alley, considering she is the gamer girl that I know that would be the best equipped to tell people how for real they pulled the, 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 the reception was definitely enough of a shock to them that they pulled it. And, uh, the positive thing about 
uh, FMV-based game development is all you got to do is film something else. So who Holy knows if it's even shit. coming out? Hold What's on. It? I'm what? seeing... I'm seeing, like, cancellation articles. Yeah. There you go. That, like... like is it even coming out? Like, they dropped uh, it, everyone went, what the fuck are you doing? And they went, never mind. Totally. That's... I'm not surprised. Do you want to hear... Oh, look what I was able to find. I was able to find the original text release of the game's announcement. Mm-hmm. Gamer Girl is about the impact user comments and actions have on a streamer's mental health and well-being. The reason why FMV Future created the game was to raise the issue of a toxic environment, which can often appear online behind the anonymity of a username. Without giving away too much, Gamer Girl is an empowering story of a female streamer who, with the help of her moderator friend, battles the trolls and overcomes the toxic characters in her stream. Dear fucking god, I want it. I want it. I want to play. I fucking. I need it. I need it so bad. I need it. I need it. Need it. Need it. Need it. I fucking need it in my veins, dude. I need it in my veins. Oh yeah. I tell me, tell me, like what you just read. Put that in a David Cage voice. Like, do you understand? It's the same kind of, like, level one of the discussion energy. that y- Vibes. You know? I want to broach a topic. I don't have the, the... I have the fucking mittens on to attempt to handle this very delicate thing. But what? I shouldn't do this? No, I'm going to go into this topic. I think... It reminds me of... It's just, it reminds like... Me of- tactless dude i remember this is this is one of the most this is this is pre best friends this is a long time wait is it yeah it was 2007 2008 long time ago but it's one of the defining moments of uh uh game trailers slash uh uh uh, representation that i can remember in the business Mm -hmm. because i came to you Say, hey, Wooly, what's up? And you said, eh, whatever. And I said, did you see that fucking Resident Evil 5 trailer? And you went, no. I don't really. I mean, whatever. And I'm like, you got to take a look at this shit. And I fucking queued up the second RE5 trailer. The first one was just Chris in like mm-hmm. sunlight. Mm-hmm. And the second one was the scary one. Mm-hmm. The and one that went around. In. The one that went and around. It, it was it was the shot early on of the 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 younger guy with no shirt who's really lanky and he looks up towards the camera and you went oh no not scary black people they're the worst and you turned to me with like a look of like <sighs> in your face and then you turned back to like Chris shooting the mob and it was that moment that Nguy Kroll later on uh, uh, Game Trailers pointed out correctly of like, this is a project that was shown to no one <laughs> that could have been like, what the hell, dude? Um, right? 
the the trailer <laughs> that did eventually have Chris shooting all the the the, the African zombies coming at him was shared uh, many many times on Facebook as the murder of Africa dot avi and uh, literally went around all the rounds to like every parental group and every uh, every every church group and everyone who might be horrified by what is clearly a big buff army white man opening fire on a crowd. Just lighting up a crowd (laughs) of of crazed (laughs) black people. Oh, they're going to get him. Mm. They're going to eat him. Wasn't a good. It It wasn't a good. Summed it up so perfectly. And he was like, if you had shown any part of this game to one black person once in like the two and a half years it had already been in development somebody would have gone whoa and i i would expand that further i bet there are people at capcom usa that saw that that were trying to tell people going guys no guys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. guys it looked it looked bad and you know that the source of it is (laughs) let's take the resident evil franchise to a new fresh setting that like we did before that's it so I even I, – I, I was so into that and I was so fascinated by that whole controversy that I resent Capcom for RE5 because I put myself in a place where I said, guys, I can tell you the exact train of thought they're going on. They used Spain for mm-hmm. RE4. Mm-hmm. And what is the scary ethnic fear of Spaniards? It's the Inquisition. It's religious persecution. So what do we do? We make a cult. We make them like the Inquisition. We add a bunch of church theming, yada, yada, yada. That's their regional thing. So what they did is they went to Africa and went, okay, what's the scary ethnic thing behind Africa? And they go with the fucking Black Hawk Down looking shit. Warlords. Actual warlord guy. So it's like, it's not that bad. It's just kind of ignorant. And then I played the game. And then I got to mission like seven or whatever the marshlands mm-hmm. and then they're throwing spears at me the magini's like, oh come out God. you get off like, oh you God. get the the color God, I the, the color God, turns I the color it. turns from yellow into blue you get off the boat at the dock you walk in and the village area divides into two <laughs> And then the mud men rise up with their shields and spears, and they come at you. And yeah, yeah. And, well, I was like, are you? Are you? And so, they just buried it a little bit further in the game. So I had a I had a fun moment where um uh, uh Paige and I played through RE5, and she didn't know anything about RE5, right? And I'm like, strap in, because this is the one in Africa. And she's like, oh, it can't be that bad. And then we get into the chapter, and it's just like, mouth agape. Just, oh. But I want you to pay attention. Pay attention to how, like, the actual fix rolls out in that. That can be there as long as it's deeper in. As long as it's past the point that any... One who's uh, uh, it's pl- probably past the return date. 
you know, the, anyone who's playing to find out what they hate is going to notice. And, like, the, anyone who's too deep in at that point, well, eh, eh, the reviewers are not going to catch, uh, are going to catch it. But, like, anyone who's playing to find out what the fuck they did, is it's way past the point they're going to hit, right? Yeah. Um, Whereas Gamer Girl is trailer one. But do you remember how they fixed the the uh, the slaughter of Ap- Africa.avi? I do. Right? I do remember. Like, all they did was they made sure that whenever you saw a crowd of black zombies, there was always minimum three clearly white ones mixed into the bunch. <laughs> so the, That's the, it. The, the, they the, made the, the a actual fucking algorithm. One of the biggest things that they had that people complained about is that uh, in the in the original footage you get to see that there are maybe 20 character models and they are all just variants of the same exact like like skin tone and general clothing and it's 99 there's not a single white person in that trailer except for chris and then when they they gave us the second pass on that trailer. They're like, okay, 60, 70% of these models are, are black characters. But you got a, one guy that looks like Saddam Hussein that everybody remembers, that one Arabic-looking guy. You got the the blonde guy with the white, with the short white hair. Uh, and you got like two or three other non-Africa Africans. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, Non-Africa okay. Africans, yeah. that's I believe that's the technical term. Zombie that's diversity... Pushed to the front, almost algorithmically. Also, yeah. here is here is Sheva. She is your black uh, player too, who also shoots the zombos. So it's not yeah. just the buff white man. And, and fixed, solved. And then, and then my favorite part, my favorite favorite part was that I'm like, oh, okay, I see what they did here. Maybe they're, you know, they're improving. And then you get to something that was assuredly not changed, which is, oh, Chris, what is it, Sheva? We have to go save that white woman. Yes. Yes. We have to go save her. Yes. Yes. She's got yes. blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's the only blonde haired yeah. white woman in the game. And we met. Oh, no, they've ruined her. They've turned her into a monster. And. <laughs> Somehow, at the end of all of this, the most offensive thing to me is how they ruined Jill. Yeah. Who was also a blonde white woman in the game. Who was... Who, she looks terrible blonde. <laughs> looks awful blonde. She's much better as blonde. It's the worst part. The worst part, the part is they ruined Jill. <laughs> um, it's... That, that game is nuts. That game is absolutely fucking crazy. It, I would describe it as batshit. That's correct. I, I have played through it a bunch of times and with a bunch of people who had not seen it. Mm-hmm. And every time, it is a fucking trip when you get to various parts of it. But make like, no it mistake. crazy. Make no mistake. Like, the implicit fear of the other is what powers RE4 and 5. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The gasoline in the tank is the fear of other. It's it's the fear of like foreignness. Absolutely. That's why you're in foreign places. <laughs> it plays uh, it plays so strong on 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 uh, just 
you know, you're you're and, and like you're not you're not even like you're not on the homeland defending it from the other. It's not fucking a home front where where North yeah. Korea takes over America. You know what I mean? It's like no, you're going to their place in their country, and it, and that, but you're playing as someone familiar, and thus the fear of other is is. That's firing. The, uh, that's the switch on it because the older ones were a fear of the familiar because mm-hmm. you were in mundane, like normal scenarios mm-hmm. with fantastical elements. Uh, I would love, 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 love to see whatever fucking build of that game was the first build. I would love, 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 love to meet the person who makes it through the village of RE4 and then at the end goes, Zombies? What zombies? Well, I mean, they're not zombies. <laughs> I guess they're not. I suppose they're not. They have the power of speech. <sighs> but yeah, whereas, you, let's roll it back on to Gamer Girl. Gamer Girl, you don't have to get into the game to see the gross. It's right there on the surface. And it blows me away that no one ever, like, every single person on that team was like, yeah, dude, yeah. And they didn't show it to anybody who went, what the hell? This looks terrible. Well, it got as far as Sony taking it, uploading it, and releasing the tweet. It got... Sony uploads and promotes Life of Black Tiger. Black Tiger. Black Black Tiger was... Yes, this is true. This is true. (laughs) Well, um, so that happened... And, uh, yes, the other thing we should mention is, what the fuck? Dragon's Dogma Netflix. Like, I can see the, 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 like, I can see, like, the, 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 the line from Castlevania anime to Dragon's Dogma anime, like, in terms of production. But of all the franchises Capcom could choose, why? Why this one? Is the I ne- have a sneaking suspicion is that th- it is to get people talking about Dragon's Dogma. Is the narrative anywhere near strong enough to warrant that? No. Absolutely not. No way. I... I- you know. But you could probably make a good trashy anime out of it. But why wouldn't they instead make a fucking... Did I call this a year ago? <laughs> why wouldn't they instead make a Monster Hunter anime and not a dumb live-action movie and, like, lean into that? Well, mo- the live-action movies from Sony just make bank. Like, fucking bank. They make tons of money. Yeah, it's the, it's Monster the Street Hunter Fighter thing. It's a popular name mm-hmm. that it can bank off of. Dragon's Dogma is not a popular name they can bank off of. This is the difference between using the name of the video game to make the money, the make the movie money, and this is making the anime get people to know what the fuck the name is, mm-hmm. so that hopefully Dragon's Dogma Two doesn't bomb as horribly as the first one did. Right. There's apparently a Monster Hunter anime already. Is it a? I guess I was thinking of the Netflix animation thing. Uh, oh, there uh, totally is a Monster Hunter anime. You're right. Yeah. Forget what it's called though. Monster Hunter 
Mezaporta Reclamation. Okay. There's some titties. Sure. Yeah, this is bad. This is a waifu anime. Hmm. Oh, wait. There's also Monster Hunter Stories Ride On. Oh, well, that makes sense considering... Story-specific anime. Considering the stories game, yeah. Holy shit, the Rathalos is a 3D model and it looks like garbage. Oh, my God. Adds up. Holy shit, this looks fucking terrible. Oh, my God. I'll always remember when, (laughs) um... Uh, uh, uh... I think it was, uh... I think it was like Seth Killian or someone at one uh, was was saying at one of those captivates that like Street Fighter the movie made fucking bank for Capcom. So despite yeah, that is true, yeah. despite all of the jank and despite everything that is like perfectly memeable about it, um, that thing on DVD made so much money that like they were like we do we regret nothing. In fact, here's Legend of, of Chun Li. That movie's great. The original, not Chun Li. Chun Li's terrible. Um. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma. Okay, sure. I mean, hey, I really like Dragon's Dogma. It's very, very similar to Berserk. It is um, embarrassingly close to Berserk in terms of plot. Uh, so let's. I'm excited to see how. They actually differentiate it. Okay, so I've mistakenly thought things to be generic that were not generic in the past. So I'm uh, extra critical of continuing to make that mistake. But the impression I always got of Dragon's Dogma, specifically Dark Arisen, was that it was mainly appealing because it had really great gameplay hooks going on, not because of anything plot-related. You're completely right. You're completely right. There technically is a story, but it is uh, poorly told, and there's very little of it. And what little of it is there is just weird bits and pieces that are obviously stolen from Berserk. So this remains a strange choice. But if it's promotion, promotion for the second game, then... I I feel yeah. like when's the when's this thing coming out? Dragon's Dogma anime is what? It's, when's that? When's that happening? Seventeenth of September. Uh, so somewhere between September and November, we'll get a Dragon's Dogma two announcement. I bet you. And you'll see articles of hey, did you know that anime on Netflix? Is getting a video game. Call call it Dragon's Dogma deep down. In fact, I'm going to go further and say that 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 anime is going to come out, and there will be elements of, in the anime that are not part of the original game, but are part of the sequel. Like, uh, like there'll be a part where they go and talk to like a lizard man or something, 
And the lizard man will be like, oh, yeah, there's totally a whole country of lizards over there that you didn't know about. It wasn't in the game. And then Dragon's Dogma 2 trailer will show up and, oh, you can be a lizard man. You know, shit like that. That's how I think it's going to happen. I really want to play Dragon's Dogma 2 so bad. That game, uh, that first game is incredible. It's incredible. Uh, first game expansion? Both of them. They're both great. They're both. Dragon's uh, Dogma's great. I thought it was always the expansion that was what got praised. Okay. Well, no, the expansion is fantastic, but the expansion is actually a, it's super weird. They're like two completely different types of games. One is like Capcom's attempt to make like Skyrim, and the other is Capcom's attempt to make Dark Souls. And they're both great. Okay. They're fucking weird. They're fucking super, super weird, but they're great. All right, let's take some emails. Let's take an email. You want to send an email and you send it to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. We got one coming in. From... Okay, uh... Matthew says, don't play Halo 4 and 5, Wooly. Don't play them. The series was always meant to end with 3. They're all fan fiction. Oh, man. I have... Oh, after last week, I had such a wonderful experience going, should I play the... Should I give those games another chance? What does, what's in the Master Chief collection? Only to be hit with just a massive shit, shit throwing argument between people screaming about whether or not you should play Halo 4 and 5. Boy, yeah. people are mad at those games. Yeah, they gonna, are mad at those games. I'm just going to follow V's lead on that, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, Dear Wumi and Port Address Translation. That's okay. Uh, Dom says... Now that the dust has settled on the PS5 reveal, <laughs> now that the dust has settled on the PS5 reveal, uh, I think it's important to point out that the current state of being all digital. Um, since the PS5 event, I've personally spoken to many people who've witnessed uh, many people across the internet, Pat included, stating that the PS5 digital edition would most likely be their choice of the two. Stated reason being, I haven't bought a disc in forever. Biggest problem I see That's with this right. is the lack of any real solid digital refund policy, which is something that absolutely needs to be necessary in this day and age. Uh, on PC, we're used to Steam's poor excuse for a refund policy, but at least something is there. Microsoft has something roughly similar to Steam, but Sony and Nintendo, Nintendo being the worst, lack any real means of giving customers a chance to catch themselves from falling. Most people don't have the luxury of being sent uh, codes for every other game, and console players don't get the frequency of sales that pc players do so i made myself a mistake of going all digital with my switch at launch and have been burned more times over the course of 2.5 years than i ever have over the course of a decade on pc i don't even look at my switch anymore would like to hear your thoughts Mm. thanks from dom all right uh step one uh 
we occasionally get codes, but 95% of the games that I buy and play on my channel are bought of my own money. Uh, we tell you when we get codes, so you can actually go and check mm-hmm. exactly how many of those are, are code-based. It's very little. Correct. Uh, the second of which is, where the fuck are you people returning physical games? I have never heard of that for like 15 years since GameStop said that you couldn't do it anymore. Like, I legitimately don't understand the question. Um, like, Walmart? I, you Future? GameStop, you cannot, you cannot return. Best Buy? You can return opened Amazon games. There are ways to return the physical product. What? If unopened. I I have I have walked I have not been able to return a game at a retailer in over a decade. It's I a- can exchange it for the same game if the game if the disc is defective, and if it's opened, you're fucked. So how would I know to return it if it's not opened? Either way, there does need to be a digital exchange uh, return pol- refund policy in place on all of the platforms. Um, I mean, I've, I haven't had any issues with steam refunds personally. Uh, I've only heard the stories. Everything I've attempted to has gone through, but Mm -hmm. the, uh, the fact that there's none on two of the four choices, if you're going all digital does. Yeah, that does suck. Um, like people are saying you can return, uh, open stuff to GameStop, and no, you can't. Not here, anyway. You absolutely cannot. Okay, well, GameStop aside, if you bought a physical from just about anywhere else, it's it's like any other product in the store under the usual product, uh, like return policy. I mean, you can go to fucking Farmer Pre and buy a game. I bought a DS from Farmer. Is it possible to return games on Amazon? They must be unopened and in their plastic wrap. People are bringing up Canada. Yeah, maybe. In any case, in any case, that 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 aside, uh, I also happen to be like. I just I I like having the options. I I am going mostly digital myself as well, um, but for circumstances where, uh, for example, something that comes up often in in my use case is pick up my console, go to a tournament. Uh, I'm not able to use. I'm not using hotel Wi-Fi uh, uh, for anything, and I we have a bunch of games to play. You know, in in, in that sort of offline setting. If I have my console in an offline setting and I don't have, uh, uh, and I have more than like what is already on my hard drive, discs are super handy for that, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the number one thing for me is that like, uh, I am not, I don't understand where people are talking about where they're able to return games, but even then, I'm sick of discs. I don't want them. I'm, I'm out of shelf space for a lot of that. It, it is true. Again, my preference by default for games I'm going to sit and play by myself 
and you know just enjoying the comfort of my own home are going to be anything that I'm getting uh, are going to be digital for sure for this foreseeable future. But certain things, fighting games, going out to set up, bringing setups to tournaments, you know, that's a thing that I, I, I want. I want a physical copy for it. It just makes life easier for that particular environment. Going to a, a like a like I said, traveling to an, any any place, uh, having a having a, a a means to like deal with not having the internet but still being able to play one of these games i i I like the security of having that possibility you know i ask uh i see somebody just go but what is the problem with discs like why don't i like discs i have boxes and boxes and boxes of 360 games in a closet over there if i had kept buying discs for the ps4 era and the pc era i would literally have run out of closet space in my house Okay, sounds like we're having two different conversations. There's, there's a, but there's a straight up, pro, like, I, it sounds like we're having two different conversations with different people. But then sell them? No, you don't sell <laughs> games. You might use them later for footage, dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, for me personally, selling sucks. Uh, I would. Uh, I'd never want to make their mistake after I sold my Star Fox for $3 as a kid to Microplay. Yeah, I had a story very similar to that. They handed uh, me... Sold, like every Genesis game I had, and I got like 40 bucks for it. They handed me a Toonie and a Looney and said, thanks. And I went, wow, bag of chips and a Coke, huh? Okay. Yeah, that wasn't worth it at all. Whereas... Later on, when you're like, yo, Star Fox, you ever heard of it? And friends like, no, what's that? And you're like, oh, my God, here you go. You know? Ice, oh, my God. You know what? You know what the one that broke me forever was? Was that I uh, was using the, the used game refund trick at, game, at GameStop to uh, get free games over and over and over. And I sold them my copy of Zone of the Enders 2. And then I was when I wanted to rebuy it, I was unable to find it. Uh, and because I was much younger than I am now, I didn't have the credit card and all that, so I couldn't really get it through the mail. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine had uh, recently picked it up used, and I asked if I could borrow it. And uh, he let me have it for a weekend, and I opened it up, and my receipt was behind the instruction manual. Because it was, in fact, my copy. Your exact copy. From GameStop. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, I'll buy this off you. And he was like, fuck you, no. And he took it back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, god damn it. And I never got another physical copy again. And I was like, I am done with selling games. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I, like, the footage thing only came into my life way after the fact. For me, it was about, like, having it for replay and loner purposes. You know, I wanted the I wanted to be able to be like, oh, shit, this thing from back when, you know, I want to pull this out and take a look at this again. Or there's a lot of things or there's there's a point where I was just like looking back on things that I had and I wanted to like revisit it. And you just don't know how long from the present that's going to be. Um, yeah, you can kind of just like only grab what's 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 hot and current and deal with ports. But look at all the things that never get ported in a way you know so like yeah selling something and then regretting it i'm like i don't want to ever experience that again so i just gave up on selling games at that point you know personally um this is well before well before any 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 uh footage recording for for uh you know 
let's play stuff. I, I, yeah, like having the ability to like check something out with a friend, show it to them, lend it to them or whatever was something that I would do a lot. So, you know, um, yeah. And for the games I really, really love, I would just get collect copies of them. So like Metal Gear and, and Third Strike are games I have like multiple copies of, to be fair. And that's what's taking up shelf space. Hey, look at this. I'm on the Amazon return policy page. Any unopened, still in its plastic wrap, CD, DVD, VHS, software, or video game. It can't be opened. So I have no idea what these people are talking about. With the the fucking return policy shit. And yeah, they still sell VHS tapes. Isn't that goofy? And cassette tapes. In fact, really? uh, yeah, uh, Too Mellow put uh, Memories of Tokyo Toe on uh, on cassette. Pretty baller. Uh, we got our Kickstarter game coming out on the Dreamcast, everybody. All right. That's, that's the same energy. We got one coming in from Cyrus. He says, Dear Castle Super Beast, regarding your story last episode about developers saying Mass Effect 3 is a great place to start the series. A similar thing happened to Trails of Cold Steel 3 last year when asked at a Q&A if the game would be a good starting point. Uh, Nissa answered with a resounding yes, despite the fact that it's the eighth entry into the ongoing story-focused RPG. Uh, they could have recommend they could have recommended newcomers to start at the beginning, but they instead to chose chose to be disingenuous to market the game. Incredible. Hey, should I buy your product? Eighth. Eighth. Should I buy your product? I mean, no. It's it's coming out, and you're selling it for money. And there are reasons why I might not enjoy it if I buy it. But do you think I should buy it, though? You should buy it. You should buy it. Bro, I don't understand what's happening in this game. I just wish someone would fucking tell me. I wish someone would tell me. Hmm. That's why games take their numbers off, by the way. That's the number one reason. Games pull numbers off their fucking games. But if the content of the game is still the hard sequel, then fuck you for doing that. Why are you lying? Hey, do you remember what the original Witcher 3 title and logo were? Was it just Wild Hunt? It, okay, so it was. Uh, I'm gonna send you a link to it. So it was. It was Witcher Three: Wild Hunt, right? But give me the photo. It was The Witcher Three, big three, like big number three, right? Mm-hmm. Wild Hunt, mm-hmm. and then they changed the logo so that it's the the three. So that goes the below. three is three lines. The scratches, yeah, yeah, That yeah. form the scratches. a helmet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that it, it, so you would actually look at it and go, The Witcher, Wild Hunt, and yeah. you go, oh, that's the first one. Yeah. 
Why not go the opposite way and make it witch thrower? <laughs> it was probably considered. Listen, I, I'm asking rhetorical questions because the answer is always very clear. If you make people think they can jump in now, you will sell more copies and make more money. End of, of story. Um, it's just like Kingdom Hearts 3. You know. It's a great place to start. It's actually the 18th or 19th game in the series. Okay. Well, you know, this is what it is, right? You mark you market the game, you market the way you're going to be the most profitable. This is this is how decision making goes. That's fine. Can you do the decent work of uh making a little catch up for anyone jumping in here as in Yakuza No. Yakuza 3 had a what happened in Yakuza 1 and 2 little movie. Four did too. Um, Shenmue. Five doesn't. Shenmue had that. Uh, Zone of the Enders 2 had that. Little catch-up movie. Can you do the decent job of making a catch-up no. movie? If you want to no. if you want to get people in. So that when you lie to them to their face, you can at least say, I- it's the perfect place to jump in. Uh, and if you want to catch up on what happened, we have a little feature here for you. I don't want to. That takes time. Do you think that guy in the tweet watched the 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 ten minute DMC recap? No, because <laughs> it's like, what happened in DMC? Here's like thirty seconds to go over uh, every major event, and then here's five seconds for DMC two. It happened. Moving on. Yeah, 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 it was there. Lucy was there for like a second. She throws knives. Done. <sighs> Video games are terrible. I think Metal Gear is one of the worst um, cases because the weight of its own popularity, every release was monumental, right? Every single Metal Gear Solid release was... Uh, 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 a fucking mover. Every time it dropped, it had that effect, but it's also the most convoluted series to ever play standalone. There, 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 there are twists in every game that, including the first, including Metal Gear Solid 1, which if you don't know anything about the games that came before it, They'll go, twist, and you just blink and just stare straight. And you just, so and looking, so, looking so what? L- I don't, who? Looking back on it, I'm actually kind of surprised at how little I remember any instances of, um, like, massive anger at new players jumping in and getting lost. Because I kind of think, like, the game is, like, even casually and meme level known for being crazy complex and wacky in its storytelling well it didn't run into that problem because metal gear wasn't a series in which it didn't start out that popular and then became hyper popular it started out crazy popular mgs1 fucking killed it yeah it did one i mean i so People like there was the recap for Metal Gear One and Two in MGS One. Yeah, and then you like the it was so popular that like it, it, you didn't run into that problem. It's not the situation where 
like me, for example, where Halo 1 and 2 came out on the Xbox, a, a console that didn't sell very well. But Halo 3 came out on the 360, which everybody had. So tons more people played Halo 3 than played Halo 1 or 2. There were, And then I was like, what happened? There were uh, very few people that were like, oh my god, I remember that Nintendo game. Yeah, okay, there's a couple of those. Um, there was even fewer people that were like, fuck yeah, Snatcher and Police Knots, let's go. Yeah. Uh, and in and solid uh, MG Metal Gear Two Solid Snake MSX you know uh, uh, fans like yeah that that was it, solid is definitely what kind of like created the you know awareness of like oh fuck this is a crazy ass series and it's and it's awesome but everything that came after that uh just you know despite the fact that it's a large enough popular franchise to have tons of people jumping in for the first time. Uh, I just don't remember there being a lot of like, you know, like indignation at not understanding what was happening in these very clear sequels. I think a lot of that was was masked by the the parallel indignation of people complaining that the story was garbage. Cause there was always there was always that version of like I played MGS three, the story's not so good. I don't get what you guys are on about. And then you go, well, did you play the other two? And they were like, no. Mm. Like, ah! Mm. Okay. Ah! Perhaps to some degree. Mm -hmm. Like, I I would go as far as to say that MGS2's story is terrible if you didn't play MGS1. (laughs) Because a lot of that game's narrative relies on you remembering MGS1. 4 doesn't exist. If you play it by itself, four is nonsense. Four does it. Four literally does not exist if that's the only game you've played, or if that's when you decided to jump in. If you, I cannot. If you, (laughs) if you floated in on the bandwagon on four because it was the big PS3 title at the time, uh, fucking oof. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no question. No question. If four was your first one, <laughs> good luck. If you made it out and you survived, then uh, kudos to you. Holy shit! A lot of people played four for the first game. God, that's fucked. Damn, that's crazy. That's so. In- Do you realize how insane that is? It's insane because everything in four relies on the reference to the previous thing and all it is every single point every single level every single character every single event family guy bit every single event occurring is just hey it's an all-stars episode like down to the point of like did you know that guy's not actually a magic vampire he's a techno vampire Okay. Oh my god, what? look at Raiden. Look at him. He's so cool now. What the fuck? What? What happened to Raiden? How did he get this way? What happened to what? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess the age Oh, by the way, I, I guess have, the age I, lines up, you know. I I have the confirmation that uh yeah, in the US you can totally return opened video games up to 30 days. Okay. So the the value proposition of digital is very different. 
I don't know of any store I it, in my life that I could ever return a new game uh, opened until ga- once GameStop shut down its return policy in like 2005 where you could return it, a, a new game for credit. Um, and the reason why they stopped that was because you could use that credit and then you could on used games and you could return the used games for full price within a 14 day window. And people like me just scammed the shit out of them. I had that zone of the enders two ninety two dollars Canadian go through like 20 games. Just scammed the fuck out of them. And then they then they killed that refund policy forever. I'm still hung up on this, but if Guns of the Patriots was your first Metal Gear game, in the big moment when they're talking about the legacy of the boss and all the stupidity that came afterwards, like mm-hmm. did how does that moment even hit you without the con like without the context? Just thinking of him on the boat doing the finger guns. <laughs> what like or and, or and somebody going, why do people care about this series? I don't get it. Or like Mama shows up and it's like, okay, some lady, sure. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I, I can't begin to imagine what that must be like. That must be such a fucking like unless turning to your f- friend and being like, hey, why does that guy shit his pants? And you go, oh, that's Johnny. He always shits his pants. And you go. What? Or the fucking, the fucking, like, (laughs) the stinger that is an old man wheels out an even older ass man and just fucking plugs them out and then they go, boom, holy shit. (laughs) And you're like, we did it. What? And like, for anyone who's been on the journey, you're freaking out at this moment because this is the most important shit ever, but... You're like, who are these old, <laughs> you know? Think about what this is, just from from a distance. It's an old guy just unplugging some other fucking geezer. Like, and now we will all return to zero. This is good, isn't it? What? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. I go, oh, man, you guys, you know, unless you played it, unless you guys played it with, like, the energy of... I don't expect to understand. I know this says four on it, so I'm just going to stop trying. Then fine, you know, but it's still like, I, I, God, I couldn't imagine. Courage is solid thing made that game look so action packed. And then that game has like hour and 15 minute cutscenes. Like the talk with mama is like 45 minutes straight. It's crazy. If you, if you, if you. No, I know. Ex- I know exactly what it feels like. Playing MGS 4 as your first game feels like playing Death Stranding. <laughs> as Death Stranding. I, I, yes, but Death Stranding <laughs> has enough reading material that you can take it from step one. But you're correct. You're correct. It feels like a bunch of games happened. Yeah, no, no. It, yes. See. Agree. Yes. This is, this is, this is. <laughs> it feels like Mads Mikkelsen's character had a whole game. A hundred percent. 
and we saw the end of his journey, and it could have been unbelievable in that previous, like, game. Uh, uh, totally. Um, fucking everything, yeah. There was a, there was an entire Die Hard Man Gaiden. Absolutely. People talk about, oh, remember how cool Die Hard Man was? No! How could I possibly know that? Uh, yeah. Like, Hartman has a whole game. Of how, he, like, he tells you the backstory of how he became Hartman? That could be a whole game. I mean, look, like, uh, there is, what's the, um, what's that, that's that, uh, there's the boss in Dark Souls that, uh, is, uh, referencing, uh, uh, their previous game, um, King's Field. Yeah, but, I mean, what boss? There's a lot of referential stuff. Uh, I think it's Seath, actually. Seath is a character in Kingsfield. Uh, is is Seath directly from Kingsfield? Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that, because... Uh, Greatsword, too. Uh, Lords of Cinder, and... Um, the Moonlight, yeah, the Moonlight Greatsword, and um, the um, hooded... Hooded fucking dude with the, with the big... With the, with the like, kind of wings... That you fight in the dark in the pit there. Shit. Uh the fuck are you talking uh, about? Alright. Cause I was gonna I was basically gonna like gonna ask about like uh Dark Lurker, thank you, Dark Lurker. Oh, is Dark Lurker from Kingsfield? Uh, yes. That's that's uh a, 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 an earlier reference. Um and uh I was gonna say like if you play those games and they actually made it so that, like, it was impossible to parse what was going on without having played the Kingsfield series, you know? And they, oh, man. like, <laughs> the absurdity that would come from that, you know? Uh, but obviously, my memory is shit. Nobody wants to play Kingsfield. So. I don't want to play Kingsfield. <sighs> okay. Those games are neat, and I don't want to play them. In conclusion, uh, for the second week in a row, uh, don't skip the thing unless you're supposed to skip the thing. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to, I'd like to clarify an earlier statement because I saw people confused about when I say when because we talk about Witcher right as the the game it's a game series I've seen the most people skip the first one. And I always say it's because uh, Witcher 1 is a fucked up game for crazy people. Mm-hmm. And I saw some folks interpret that as like, oh, is it because it's like an Eastern European RPG? And the answer is no. It's because it is uh, like a fuck. It is like alternating between a fucking flaming mess and brilliant. And it fucking barely works. And the combat is terrible. Combat is terrible in that game. Oh my god. Yo, I cannot wait to see what Demon Fusion is going to look like in 5. Like, 
the quality of life is now going to be further and more advanced than ever before. It will be a fucking cakewalk to find what you want and just do it. I will be glad to play that version of Demon Fusion. It's probably... You know what I would like? I would... Oh, please, God, for Nocturne fucking clean up demon fusion and update like this is this is what i'm saying because i'm watching i'm watching as punch mom is closing out uh p4 right now and uh like thinking about and 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 um um, my friend was playing like p3p the other day and just thinking about like where this goes and, and and the number one biggest impact on your life playing all of these games is your demon fusion mechanic getting worse and worse as you go back in time and it's unbelievable. Uh, the amount of hours has their limit. Hours you lose hours. I can't on it. Uh, like I refuse to go back to any game before Persona Four Golden because every game before that had had you going in and out of the menu a million times to hope to get the right skills. Yeah, three was three was brutal. Three was brutal. Um, but again, and I know that you the further back you go, the more brutal it gets. But. Uh, you know, uh, so the the like I can see Punch Mom running out of patience with it as we go further back in time. You know, but um, I I definitely cannot wait to see what the modern take on it is, where you're just like everything is fucking indexed. You can pick a demon and get the results. You can you know it, reverse image. It's like Google versus like uh, a modern day versus fucking uh uh uh, uh Alta Vista of yesteryear. You know, oh, like man. you have reverse demon search. You got just combine like just everything, every possibility and like put them in jail, level them up, all that, you know. And then and, and, um, thinking about where SMT4 was at with the like, uh, yeah, that the entire the entire system in four was just like, you know, search fusions by skills. Yes, please. You want. Yes. Search like. Yeah. Uh, I search fusions by new. Oh my god! Like there can be there can be a whole team assigned to just the demon fusion of every SMT game, and uh, just improving that on its own and making it the smoothest, most seamless experience ever. Because it's where you're going to spend what twenty five percent of your time. Probably twenty five percent of your time. Probably, yeah. All right. I'm being horribly attacked by a cat off sc- on camera. I'll leave you to it. It is. It is a. St- this cat is not intelligent. I can't believe that I ever thought cats were smarter than dogs. I look at this thing and it has no brain in its eyes. Just no brain. No comment. 